Super Talk Mississippi media production. Running a business is tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWG Employer Services You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. What's up? Good Thursday afternoon, Sports Talk Mississippi. Streaming at supertalk.fm and Supertalk TV. The day rolls on. We are glad to be with you. And rolls on is the right way to describe the afternoon as we come to you live from the uh, the parking lot just beyond the right field corner at Trustmark Park, which is the home of the Mississippi Braves, for our KLLM event. Uh, Mississippi-based company, trucking line that you see all over these United States. Today is Reveal Day, the reveal of the equipment trucks for Mississippi State, for Southern Miss, for Jackson State, and for Ole Miss. We have all four of those trucks making their debut leading into the 2023 college football season, and I'm here to tell you, all of them look fantastic. This is Sports Talk Mississippi in the Pearl River Resort Studios. On the road today, Pearl River Resort, the home of the sports book at the Golden Moon Casino. Also, you got the Silver Star across the parking lot. I stayed there last night. Yeah. I had somebody ask me this morning, he said, uh, uh, it just talked about me getting up early, and I said, you know, um, most hotels have coffee. Yeah, you know that you can grab a cup of coffee downstairs as you're kind of walking out of the uh, the hotel lobby. Um, Silver Star had slot machines. That'll wake you up. No, no, no coffee available. If you get you get a big winner, that'll wake you up. Props to the uh, to the one guy that I saw uh, as I was walking out of the hotel at five thirty this morning or five twenty this morning, whatever time it was. Um, I had a little bit earlier than that, maybe ten after five. Yeah, and uh, guy out there, he I mean just steady, well hitting the button. Yeah. Money never sleeps, man. Yeah, you're right. You uh, you're right. You can be part of the conversation on the Ceasefire text line 601-879-4395. Give your business the edge with gigabit fiber internet from Ceasefire Business. It's backed by world-class IT professionals who live where you do. Where? Right here in Ceasefire Country. Check them out online at ceasefire.com slash business. Michael Borky, good Thursday afternoon to you. Uh, I feel like I'm a little bit uh, colder than you guys are. Um. Well, if you meant cooler, well, that's not. I mean, that, that's you. not true. But so, yes, I'm very uncool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do that. Yeah, a little sweat. But you know what? You know what happens when you hang out on a concrete or asphalt surface in late July in Mississippi? You, you get sweat. hot. 
you sweat. Sweat a little. And so if you're surprised, that's on you. Uh, we are thankful for blue skies with some white puffy clouds and a little bit of a breeze we'll thanks to that. these fans that Houston has uh, installed. Yeah, we'll take everything. And we're getting another tent set up here, so that's going to be very helpful. There we go. Yeah, the, we uh, go. the false fall that we what had is, a couple days what is ago Caleb doing? Caleb, is help gone. that man, for God's sakes. Help him, I said. Help him. He's right. He, Caleb's working. He's, he's not he's, working. Here comes Gary. He's looking at message boards. Get he's Gary. looking Ole Miss 24-7 over there. I know uh, what's going on. There we go. Now we got four people bringing team, in the uh, second tent. Team By up. the way, the, the second tent is not for, for us. It is for you if you're watching on Super Talk yeah, TV. It's going to help our... A uh, our... L- little extra shade on the uh, camera yeah. to uh, knock the, the sun out of the picture. Yeah. So uh, Colorado the Big 12. I don't know if you heard that, guys. I know you don't want to go down that road, but Colorado is returning to the conference where they lived from the uh, the mid nineteen forties today. Okay. The big news I saw on Twitter earlier is that Florida State is now actively looking to leave the ACC. Are they? That's what it was reported so, by Chris Nee from twenty four seven. Here's the thing about that: they've been actively looking to leave the ACC since Texas and Oklahoma joined the SEC. That that is not active. new news today. It's more active today. So, I think it was two days ago when we were talking about the Pac-12 and the ACC a little bit. I understand that I said that I used a lot of words in in that particular thing. But one of the things that I said was, if anybody in the ACC had been able to figure out how to get out of this long-term grant of rights deal, they would have done it already. This feels like an opportunistic story that's going to generate a lot of buzz and a lot of talk with no results simply because we had another Power 5 program move. Am I crazy for thinking that's what this feels like once again? Maybe, but one thing you you and I disagree with a lot is I always think there's money, right? There's always money in the banana stand. And I'm just telling you, maybe Florida State is trying to mobilize people in such a way that they can just say, you know what, we'll pay. We'll pay to get out. That's a lot of money, I know, but like a hundred and fifty million dollars. I'm just saying, and and there's no guarantee that the ACC at any price is willing to give up that grant of right. Like, there's one thing to buy your way out of the conference, but there's no guarantee that buying your way out of the conference, you are allowed out of your grant of rights, and therefore, I understand that that means. Any money that you make from television still goes to the ACC. That, that, it. That, that, it. it just makes absolutely no sense. Not saying it can't happen. That there's not some lawyer. Things that don't make sense happen in college football every day. Yes. Like yes. the uh, ACC and the Pac-12 uh, having some kind of a Zoom conference today. Oh, no. Is that, is that the kind the of thing Act that doesn't 12? make sense that, that you're talking happen? about? Because Are we uh, have the Act Twelve, the the ACC had a, a meeting that apparently was joined by the Pac-12 at some point uh, via electronic communication. And uh, buddy, the Alliance is back. You remember the Alliance, by the Alliance. way? A very, very, very good friends. Turned out they weren't so friendly after <laughs> all. This time, though, it's going to work. Maybe, uh, maybe so. Who from the uh, Pac-12 was on that that call? No, it was everybody. It, uh, reportedly, it was a collective um, conversation. Like all of the ads from the Pac-12 just joined an ACC ads call. That's the reporting. 
I wonder if that was announced. We're just like, hey, by the way, we got a surprise. Is that a, a Ross Dellinger slash no, Brett it's not, not slash them Pete Hamill report? Uh, apparently, the ACC is still in a uh, a meeting as of an hour ago. So, okay. so they are. The things are. That's the one move. That's the beauty of all this stuff. And I know Haydad hates it, but this is so interesting. The beauty of it is Colorado. Just Colorado's going back to the Big Twelve. Like that. That's all that has happened so far. And that's not even official yet, but it's official. They're going. And now you've got the ACC, who's not involved in any way, shape, or form, mobilizing their leadership to figure what are they trying to figure well, that's out. Just being smart, you got to be proactive at this point. You can't just sit there and wait for the next team to leave. Yeah, I mean, I I suppose so. I I, I suppose. I um, man, am I going to give credit to Stewie Mandel? I, I may. Oh, I, I think I'm hurt. going to. It's got to hurt. Hey, when people are right, they're right, man. That's true. Well, the, right the, the credit was kind of the thought that went along with the tweet. And the tweet was, um, you know, what's crazy in this story is that how ridiculously well the Big 12 did in outmaneuvering the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Not only that they were able to steal Colorado, mm-hmm. but they stole Colorado who was the worst program in the Big 12, Mm -hmm. guaranteed them a full pro rata share starting next year, even the year before the new TV deal goes into play, Mm -hmm. while the Pac-12 still has not been able to finalize a new contract worth even $1 for its best remaining schools. Super Talk still is in the game to get the Pac-12. Richard Cross, voice of the Pac-12. On Super Talk TV. It could still happen. Make it make a make an offer, Willies. Make it happen. Yeah. That said, though, the, the web traffic would go up. Think about a few somewhat. years ago when we found out Texas and Oklahoma were leaving. We we were all like, "Well, Big Twelve circling the drain. Not a lot left for the Big 12. Instead, they're going to be okay, survive and thrive. Yeah. Even yeah. And, and then there was the report earlier today, and, and and forgive me, I was on the road and was trying to limit my Twitter consumption as I was driving That's on the smart. Natchez Trace. Dexter McCluster approves. Yeah, uh, stay alive, don't text and drive. Um, but that Arizona was was moving, not not that it was done, but that were in motion with Arizona. And look, Bobby Robbins, the president at the University of Arizona has been consistent of we're going to wait, we're going to see what the money is, and then we're going to make a decision. I can't help but wonder if they now know what the money is. Behind closed doors, ultimately they know what they're going to get, and they're like, you know what? And and here's the other thing. I I can't help but wonder, and there was a report that the the Big 12 wanted a decision from from Colorado by August 1st. Mm-hmm. Well, August 1st is Tuesday of next week. It is. And so it was time for the uh, proverbial have a movement or move on. Uh, <laughs> Very professional way to put that. I like it. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, did, the, uh, I, I did the best I could, and I got a, uh, a cackle. Boy, a cackle bordering on a belly life, uh, belly laugh from uh, from Hey Dad. Oh my gosh, she just dropped out of nowhere with us. So, so it was it was that time for Colorado to give the Big Twelve an answer. But I can't help but wonder if Colorado really had an idea of what it was going to be, and they're like, you know what, it's just not worth it. Let's take what we know is certain. Yeah. 
Worst case scenario, we end up with slightly less money than the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Best case scenario, we end up with a little bit more money than the Pac-12. But we know what we are getting into, yeah. and there is um, uh, there is contentment in certainty. Yeah, feels like that's where Colorado was. All right, we'll tell you about these new equipment trucks when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi on the road today at the KLLM Equipment Truck Reveal. Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Do you ever get so excited that you just can't wait? Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Don't touch that dial. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. A story that we will get into later this afternoon. Minnesota's P.J. Fleck on the recent allegations of player mistreatment. Quote, we do not use physical activity to discipline our players. These allegations are baseless. This is a similar story that gets peddled every single year by disgruntled former players who have been dismissed from our program. You know who responded to that tweet? I'm scared to ask. Dr. Bo. Really? Bo Wallace responding to this tweet by Brett McMurphy. When I was 17 years old, my freshman year in college, and I never went to my 8 a.m. class, I got run to death. And guess what? I deserved every bit of it and glad they did it. Understand times are changing, but this is the softest stuff in the world. Take accountability and get right. I mean, Fleck is lying because that's how football programs discipline people. You have to go run the stadium. You got to go do gassers. You got to do suicides. You got to do whatever you got to do. That how else are they disciplined? They're not allowed to spank them. What are they? What are they doing? If, when a player misses class, you know what Tommy Tuberville called it? I'm scared to ask. They called it county fair. That was the name of it. It was five at five. You they didn't want to go to the county fair. Huh? They would drive five miles outside of town in a vehicle, mm-hmm. get the player out, mm-hmm. get in front of them, turn the headlights on, and tell them to start running, run back to campus. It's got to be that way. I remember that came out running a year not. or two ago, and people talked about how that was like plantation-style master slave. I'm like, what are you talking about? All right, even me, the most ardent Ole Miss not liker in the world, will tell you that's ridiculous. That's not a. That's not. Why, when did we become a? I'm not one of these people. You know that I'm not one of these people who's like, when did we become a society? Where, but like. When did we become a society where exercise is a huge issue? We made them exercise more. You did what? Yeah, did did mean, you guys read the we, story? What are we doing? Have you all read it yet? Not, no, not in its entirety. I, mean, it, I, I have cliff notes. One of the things that is used against P.J. Fleck is that he made them do community service. That's part of it. Is it, Like, you got credit as a player for doing community service. Like the, and that was like, oh, see, he makes us do things. It's not part of the part yeah. of being a football player. And and what I love though is the the response that that's gotten. The the reporter should have never published that. Frankly, it, it, it honestly is like journalistic malpractice. There is nothing that the players alleged that make PJ Fleck look anything other than he's kind of a weirdo. The the whole. If the coaches He's don't a get a good coach. enough re- reception when they walk into a room, he will turn around and leave the room and come back to make sure his team's like, like 
I know, engaged. That I'm not a fan of. He's a little, but he's a guy that wears the goofy tie and does the row the boat thing. He's a bit of a weirdo. It's, it is yeah. what it is. But I'm not the, uh, you know, when the when the guy comes in and says good morning, and everybody's like good morning. Oh, we can do better than that. You know what? Shut up. Yeah. You said good morning. Let's. Well, okay. Well, I, let me ask you about Tom Herman. All right. Okay. This is something that he did at Texas. Yeah. And he has rolled it back now that he is at FAU. Okay. He said that was a what was their record last year? Four and eight. Yeah. That was a four and eight locker room. They didn't deserve the locker room. We locked them out of it, and it took them three or four days to earn the opportunity to use the locker room. It's fine. Yeah, I mean that's kind of silly, but okay. Arnett did something, you know, and State was nine and four last year, but he he made everybody earn their jersey number this this spring. Yeah, he's like, you know, you don't just you know you don't just because you were number five last year, you don't get to be number five this year. You know, you gotta you gotta earn that. Yeah, they, so that's they how that went. Do a thing at Ohio State where you've got to earn your helmet stripe, and when what's, you what's do, they have that? a ceremony for you when you. But um, the reporter should have never written it, and uh, the publication honestly should be embarrassed uh, to to put yeah. culture and toxic and stuff in the headline, and then when you read the story, it's literally nothing. That that's it's a problem. That's a big problem. But you've got a bunch of former players uh, at Minnesota and just former football players that are sticking up for Fleck today. It's like, hey. This is dumb. This is Good soft. I mean, yeah. we, we can't do this stuff anymore. It's ridiculous. We, we talked about this a few weeks ago. I don't know why we were on the topic, but in my high school it was if, if you jumped off sides, if you committed holding, if you had a penalty, you had to run like an extra 10-50s for everything you did. And the whole team, had, the whole offensive line group had to do it. So it didn't matter if you got called for it, everybody was going to run. Yeah. Am I owed emotional da- Am I owed money? How does that work? What about when uh, the coaches tell you you got to do, you know, eight perfect 50-yard dashes and yeah. you have somebody that, that you yeah. know, straggles there at the end? Straggles at the end and yeah. they just start the whole count over. You were on number seven, but he didn't finish the drill. You, I, back, back to zero. My favorite thing. You may be entitled to damages. Perhaps. Perhaps. Uh, Sports Talk Mississippi, on the road with you today. We are at Trustmark Park, or right outside of Trustmark Park in Pearl, Mississippi. If you're in central Mississippi, we'd love for you to come by and say hello. Uh, might want to bring yourself a bottle of water. A little, uh, little toasty this afternoon. But we are here. It's the second time we've done this for the KLLM Equipment Truck Reveal. Uh, we've got the Ole Miss truck directly in front of us. Uh, across the parking lot from where we sit is the new Southern Miss truck. you got the Jackson State truck down to our left, and then immediately to our left, the uh, the Mississippi State truck. So let's try and paint a picture. Well, let's see how good you are, hey, Dad. Sure. Uh, which one do you want to start with? Well, I mean, I'm interested in Mississippi State because how did they get that done in less than a week? I mean, they just revealed those script state helmets. Hold on now. How did that happen, I wonder? You are not giving enough credit to Knox and his marketing team for for being able to to come up with a quick turnaround. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, State rolled out the the state, the script state logo last week. And uh, And now it's on the side. Magically, it's on the side of the the truck. If you come out here, or if you just check my Twitter, there's the first look at the white uniforms. We haven't seen those yet. They look good. They do. They look clean. I don't like, I don't like the white with the maroon pants, but I'm hoping I, the, the all whites will look good. Yeah, yeah. The um, 
Stormtrooper uniforms, Storm really, that, really yeah. good for Mississippi State. All right, like so that. state the uh, the tra- the trailer uh, for Mississippi State is solid maroon. Yeah, kind of a uh, pretty simple divide. There is a uh, a cluster of players on the side, kind of toward the uh, the truck yeah. end of it. Uh, in simple block letters on the back end of the truck is state. All, all it says. I mean, just, there is clear that there is a branding thing. Just state, huh? Who would have guessed? That is, uh, Who is happening of here. Such a thing. They uh, they do have the Adidas logo on there, and they've got the uh, the banner M State logo, and you can't, which is going to be on the uniforms yes. on, on just above the chest. Very small. Yeah. And on the back, there's a. Uh, I think this is cool. There's a QR code that if I don't know if you're just driving down the road. You put the QR code on your phone, you can order your season tickets. Yes. Yeah, season ticket like QR that. code that is on there. All right, the uh, the Jackson State uh, tractor trailer. Yeah. Uh, navy blue on the uh, on the tractor, on the yeah. truck up front. Navy blue is the base color on the trailer. Mm-hmm. And they've got uh, pictures of some of the all-time greats. Yeah. Can, can you see all of them from where we are? I, I, Jackie Slater, Jackie I see. Slater. I think that's Robert Brazil. Uh on, on, next to him. Okay. And then I don't know. I, I'm going to make it a, a huge Does it feel like there might be a Walter, Walter Payton? Payton's going to be on there. Just oh, call me crazy. He, he is. On the front end. Okay. And then uh, the the wording on the side, is, what, what's the first word? I guard. Guard the yard. Yes. But and the, at, yes, T-H-E-E is in. Which is part of their uh, their alma mater. Exactly. Right. So Exactly. Very, very clean. Love that blue. It's good stuff. The uh, the Southern Miss truck, uh, as you would expect, is uh, a black truck on the front end, and these are brand new Peterbilt trucks, or at least almost brand new Peterbilt trucks. I mean, the chrome yeah. on those smokestacks and the mirrors and the uh, the lights up front is just blinging. Uh, it is wrapped in black. It's got the uh, Southern Miss Golden Eagle head logo on the uh, driver's side door, and then there's kind of some uh, some gradient. Uh, Southern Miss gold stripes. Gradient. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It goes from like a, a solid gold, solid yellow, and kind of fades yeah, into okay. a very so light yellow okay. as the uh, as we get to the front. Very good. When you get to the trailer portion of it, uh, about the, the the front half of the trailer, give or take, mm-hmm. is a side view of a black Southern Miss helmet with the old school Southern Miss logo on it. Very Southern cool. Miss right below it with kind of the, the three that. stripes on both sides. Yeah. Uh, has a little bit of that, uh, if you're trying to envision or remember what that looks like, think the Wonder Woman logo a, a little bit that's got the, the stripes off the side, yeah. but but Southern Miss. I, yeah. I'm not saying, I'm just, I know what you're, you're trying to, like, I, oh yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. And then in massive outline gold block letters, SMTTT. With black in the middle, and there is a kind of a faded um, picture of a sold-out MM Roberts Stadium, The Rock. Very cool. That is underneath, kind of underlaid yeah. under the um, SMTTT. A solid black trailer like that. If you put some pork butts in there at 10 a.m., we could be eating right now. That yeah, <laughs> yes. It's, it's at least 2:25 in there. I it, guarantee it. It would have been low and slow low for and the slow. Uh, for the last few hours. And uh, Ole Miss went with a, a really clean, simple design. The uh, the the tractor up front. I just I can't over there. I know. I just I'm trying to He's look over so there that now. I can. Oh yeah, I'm off camera for a second. So Ole Miss went with a. Um, it, it's all the the Italy blue, the, the yeah. powder blue. And the the tractor in the front is we'll called it Italy blue. Now? That's the name of the color. I had no idea. Uh, it's got big script Ole Miss on the driver's side and the passenger side doors, and then very simple in block letters across the side, Ole Miss Rebels. Yeah, just on a solid kind blue. Of looks like the print of the end zones. And then you've got uh, you've got a football player in a red jersey 
with the uh, and and the powder blue helmet. Where else are you going to see a powder blue doing lounge chart eighteen wheeler? That it, pops. It's going to really stand out. Yeah, you're going to you're going to know who's road. coming down the road. So good looks all the way around. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be back to uh, our KLLM remote on the road in the Pearl River Resort Studios. Communication system is a go. go. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Exactly. Sports Talk Mississippi on the road with you on this Thursday afternoon. We are just outside Trustmark Park, home of the M Braves. Got baseball tonight. Activity going to uh, get kicking around here in uh, just a little while. I think the yeah. gates of the ballpark uh, officially open at 5.15, and they'll get the fun zone going with all the uh, the bounce houses right here behind us. Porky, I, I bet James... Loves the bounce houses. Are you, do you stay away from those when you come to M Braves games? You would or think are they... that, but he doesn't care. Uh, he would much rather watch the baseball game. And mostly because like watching that. the baseball wow. game means he gets popcorn and ice cream. But, yeah, like uh, we'll, we'll walk in. I'll say, James, you want to go in the bouncy house? No, baseball. No, baseball okay. is what he'll say. So, I love it. Yeah. I'm, well I'm doing something right. I'm well, gonna, well done. I'm going to go ahead and get ahead of something here. No. What? I'm not getting in the bouncy house. Oh, <laughs> it's too hot for me to even ask you to do right, that today. I, 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 uh, even, even to put any kind of stakes or ask you no, what it would cost no, or, or whatever. No, uh, no. hey, we we uh, we have a thank you. Yeah, that we need to pass along. So, the last time we were in Jackson for a remote, we were in uh, in Madison mm-hmm. at Davini. Yes, uh, with Jonathan, had a great time there, and our friend Alan Hart stopped by, and uh, Alan has Heartful uh, Heartful Gumbo Company. Yeah. And he was telling us about the gumbo. He said, man, that sounds great. Well, guess who just pulled up in the parking lot with a styrofoam cooler and a mess of gumbo? That's all iced down for us so we can get it home and going to be enjoying some gumbo very soon. Yeah, so, uh, Alan, thank you for your generosity. Alan, he's a uh, a caterer uh, and does delivered meals. You can follow him on Instagram at heartful, uh, H-A-R-T-F-U-L, Gumbo Co. There you go. So thanks, Alan. Really yeah. appreciate that. And uh, really great. Fired up. He goes. I know it's a little hot for gumbo. And it's like, I mean, yeah, but is it really ever yeah. not? Go- and he goes, I don't think they ever take it off the menu in New Orleans. I'm going to eat it inside my air conditioned home. It'll be fine. Yeah. If I got to turn the air down to like 60 to get that really good wintery feel, I'll make it happen. And I mean, you spend like 21 and a half hours a day inside, or 20 and a half hours a day inside oh, the house like, anyway. Let's compare steps today. You want to do that real quick? Uh, no, but if you want to compare miles, I'm more than happy to do that. Oh, oh, in the car? Yeah. That's sitting down in air conditioning. Yeah, I understand. I, I'm with you. I'm probably not real high on the uh, on the old step meter uh, today. Hey, Borky, did you see the, uh, ooh, I'm only just over 2,000. I'm at seven, I'm sorry, it went up 8,071. All right. Um, Borky, you saw the news out of uh, Bengals training camp just a little while ago. Yeah, it doesn't uh, look good. Joe Burrow went down, injured on a play, immediately grabbed his calf, 
and was carted off the field. And it's worth noting that he had some calf soreness after yesterday's practice and had it wrapped in a uh, in, in a sleeve of some kind. But uh, hmm. frankly, and, and it, if it's his, if it's his calf, it's his calf. But the first thing I thought when I saw the video was yep. Achilles. That's, as soon as somebody grabs, grabs that area of their leg, that's the first thing you think of. And yeah. remember, this okay. time last year is when he had to get rushed to the hospital for an emergency appendectomy. That's right. I forgot about that. You know, not being in training camp turned out not to be a big deal from a year ago. It was fine. I wonder if maybe Joe Burrow should just think about sitting out training camp. Yeah. Not, not like in terms of a holdout, like yeah. excused absences. Yeah. I'll be there. I'll well, be there when when the season starts. Don't worry about me. I mean, you guys know that he's next too on the quarterback thing. So we haven't talked about it, understandably so. But but Justin Herbert got his big extension. He's now the highest paid quarterback in the National Football League, and that Is will that last for boy. Uh, do you hear us, Porky? Uh, I do, but uh, it's it's cutting in and out pretty bad. If you would let Houston know if he can't hear me right now. Um, but Justin Herbert just became the, the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL, and that will last for however long it takes Joe Burrow to get his extension. He's next. But yeah. and nobody lets an injury like this impact something like this when it's franchise quarterback, but this is the worst possible time to get hurt when you are negotiating uh, to make yourself become the highest-paid player in, in the National Football League, which is what Joe Burrow is doing. Uh, right now, or at least that's what he's yeah. supposed to be doing right now, and now he gets hurt. It's tough. Let's hope you like said. You know, hopefully, just you know, uh, it didn't look like a cramp, but let's let's that's what we're going to hope for. Yeah, we're going to hope that it was a cramp uh, because you know the other things in that area of the uh, of the leg never good. But the, you know, this is the, this is the the risk you run in in preseason camps and preseason practices. You know, I mean, you hear about somebody every year. It feels like we we lose a star. You know, before the season even gets started. So hopefully yeah. it's not, it's not going to be the case with Burrow. He and, and Jalen Ramsey today, and I have yet to see I an update on him. him. Uh, knee injury, non-contact knee injury, got carted off the field today uh, at uh, at Dolphins camp. So uh, I have oh, not seen an update yet there, too. So, I mean, th- these are non-contact days. Now, the quarterback never is uh, under contact in training camp. But uh, two high-profile players down with leg injuries, and it's like day two. Of, of training camp. Hey, Borky, we're going to let you get us through the uh, last five minutes of this segment, uh, maybe hit on some NFL news and notes and uh, kind of lay things out. We're going to try and get this fixed with Houston on our end. Are we good now? I can hear you. You, you, you sound good to me. So I, if anybody uh, listening, yeah, nobody has said on the text line or anything that, that anything's going wrong. Um, All right. So I, I think we're okay. Okay. Very good. Very, um, very good. Uh, from a from a Saints perspective today, uh, the, there wasn't. A, I don't know if injury is the right word, but Borky, you know this as well as anybody. Trevor Penning uh, is day to day with a foot, some sort of foot problem, and that's a guy that you know last year first round pick. They really want him to start stepping into a role there, but he, he has not been able to stay healthy through his first season and now his second camp in New Orleans. Yeah, and they said it's it's supposed to be comforting that it's not the same foot that kept him out of last year. It's like, well, that's not then comforting. why are his feet getting hurt? Well, what's the deal here? If it's not the one, it's the other one. That's a, that's a problem, but... Um, so far, I mean, if this arm hurts all the time, and then all of a sudden this arm starts to hurt. That's not a good thing. I just want one arm to hurt, not both. <laughs> but knock on wood, so far, so far, Michael Thomas not only uh, is participating right, in practice, 
Don't say um, his name. Just, just don't say it. But Bubble looks, wrap. Yeah, get him to the start. But looks good. Yeah. Uh, healthy, hundred percent. Looks like the old Michael Thomas. We get a yeah, message on the ceasefire text line at six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. It says, "Where can we see the new trucks? Are they all? Do we have all four of them?" On the Sports Talk Mississippi Twitter feed, or did you just pander to all your Mississippi State friends and only put... I didn't put the, anything on the Sports Talk Mississippi Twitter okay. feed. Okay. But if you go to supertalk.fm, there's a picture and video there that you gotcha. can look at. And uh, we'll put one up on Twitter in a bit as well. Yeah. And uh, once we get everything settled, maybe uh, we can uh, pan the camera around a little bit. I don't know if that's going to work with the way we're uh, set up today to try and give you a shot of the trucks as uh, well. In fact, uh, we got a message a little while ago from uh, from Russ in Tupelo. He's like, spend the money and put a swivel on the camera. Russ, we have a camera that swivels. It's automated and wireless and the whole deal. I'm just not allowed to touch it, okay? And Hey Dad is certainly not allowed to touch it. And so we'll, uh, we'll work on uh, spinning it for you so you can see. He did say, great description, though. I felt like I was there. We were what, theater of the mind. Is that what they say about radio? Sometimes we were trying to yes. uh, we were trying to become your mind's eye. All this machinery making modern music can still be open hearted. Dwayne and Brandon Richard, are those genteel shorts. Uh, yes, they absolutely are. Mm-hmm. Lightweight, super comfortable. Sports Talk Mississippi brought to you in part by Genteel, the official apparel provider of Sports Talk Mississippi. You can check them out online at genteelapparel.com. And uh, remember, 25% off on the end-of-season sale. Uh, and so is some of the summer merchandise. A little bit of that left, which we got some summer left also. Oh, we got like three months of summer left. I'm here to tell you. So uh, great savings for uh, you on uh, Genteel, some golf shirts, uh, some of their lightweight uh, clubhouse collection pants, uh, some of the shorts, perhaps the swimming trunks as well with patented escape, tach, uh, escape hatch technology. That's right. Make sure they get that mentioned. Or uh, or something like that. Uh, you can get that all online at GenteelApparel.com. Genteel, the official apparel provider of Sports Talk Mississippi. Dwight also said, is Hey Dad wearing shorts? Would not blame him. Yes. He even did it without sending me a text today. He's like, hey, can I wear shorts? I can't. I don't know if I can get my leg up that high, so you just have to live with it. But we're, yes, I'm wearing shorts. What do you mean you can't get your leg that high? From where I'm sitting, I don't think I can just get it up that high. Try. You, you, no, 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 no. Without getting up. like you, I'm not going to get you, up. I'm you can't like, lift your like, leg. That's as high as we can go there. Well, now I'm curious how, how high I can if, if, a little more limber, a little more uh, limber. There we go. Uh, you know, yeah. Okay. I just I was worried about you if you couldn't get was your leg competition like, a, like eighteen doing inches off the uh, off the ground. So yeah, I sure hope nobody was That's watching uh, you guys inches. on mute. Fair enough. Borky in the studio is going to pick up his leg for the camera just <laughs> as well. <laughs> the way Borky is situated, that would be by his ear to get it where the camera could see it. Yeah, yeah true. It's probably yeah. You need a, you need a year of DDP yoga. Probably a uh, a good point. We're we're, going to take a timeout. We'll try and pull it back on the rails, (laughs) get all the technical issues uh, worked out. And uh, a ton coming up for you this afternoon, including um, uh, a bunch of conversations with officials from athletics departments Mm -hmm. across this fine state of Mississippi. That's coming up as we move on with you. Sports Talk Mississippi on the road. It's our KLLM Equipment Truck Reveal Show from... uh, Trust Mark Park in Pearl. We'll be right back.
What we're going to do right here is go back. And now back to back to the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. So let's get rolling on Super Talk Mississippi. minutes from right now. E.K. Franks is going to join us. He's the uh, Executive Associate AD for Student Athlete Services at Southern Miss. Uh, look forward to visiting uh, with him that's on a the long air. Title, and yeah, well, he's probably got a two-sided business card. I'd say that's like the first is just his name. Yeah, in the back, and this is my title. And and I mean, if you're going by initials, on one side you just do E.K. just yeah. in big letters, and need. then on the other side, you know, you my put all the rest is, of it. If we went to the Southern Miss campus right this second, and said I need to speak with E.K., they would take us right to his office. They would know who. He, yeah, no, nobody would not know. Yeah, a- absolutely. Uh, so looking forward to that, and he, he just messed up. Uh-huh. He told us a story, yeah, no. or at least started a story. And now we've got him. And uh, I can assure you that's where we will begin. You were going to tune in because you wanted to hear a lot about Southern Miss athletics. I'm sorry. Well, if we need to hold it for a couple of segments or bring him on a little early, yeah. we will, to make sure that we cover all the bases. we got, we got a lot to talk about. There's a little bit of storytelling that's going to happen. He's much more interesting than Jeremy McClain would have been. Oh, yeah. I mean, Jeremy just yeah, he says the same thing every yeah, time. Yeah, it's the word salad. Uh, Ashley Robinson, the Jackson State Athletics Director, will uh, join us at 437. Yeah. we got to chat with Jim Richards, who's president and CEO of KLLM. Uh, the guy's got a lot on his plate and uh, has got a gazillion, and that is a scientific number, a gazillion trucks on the road all across the United States, continental United States. They don't do a whole lot of transport uh, port between California and Hawaii. Yeah. It's just not... Yeah. It's not feasible. So a gazillion is one zillion more than a zillion. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's how many trucks uh, are on the road. Uh, Keith Carter will join us at 520 this afternoon. He is the athletics director at Ole Miss. And uh, Zach Selman from Mississippi State. Uh, if we can get them to hang around, maybe we can have the, the two of them on Ooh. at the uh, at the same time. We'll round table. We'll see. I'll step out. We'll, uh, we'll see. Didn't we do that? A couple of years ago with think, uh, with, with John Cohen with John, and Keith. Yeah, I think so. I, I think maybe they sat down at the exact same time and yeah. desperately tried to get strong opinions from them on Texas and OU to the SEC and failed. They were not taking the bait. It, it was a lot of, we trust the vision of Commissioner Sankey and <laughs> yeah, he does a good job and you know, this is still very new. And John, Keenum, or John Cohen mentioned Dr. Keenum. And oh, yeah. What, what's Keith Carter's go-to? Uh... He's not a big cliche guy. Okay. He just kind of tells it how it is. Okay. I think. All right. Yeah. You just just know you're going to hear it when when John Cohen was here. You just knew you were going to hear that. Well, first off, we want to talk about working for the best. It's just going to happen. It's just going to happen. Oh, it's, uh, that's good stuff. So, I, that is, I don't love Dr. Keaton. Yeah. No, fantastic. Fantastic guy. So, Dan Lanning. Here we go again. What? Another athletic department bidding against itself. Oh, oh, I thought you were like about to get mad. I was like, this is an interesting story. It's just another athletic department going, you know what? No one's trying to hire our coach, but let's give him more money anyway. Well, first of all, we clearly missed a story. Yeah. And and our apologies, Borky. I'm actually blaming you for this. Mm. I mean, you're the one that scours the uh, the World Wide Web and, and makes sure that we never miss anything. And this is kind of a big deal. I'm not sure how we missed the fact that Rob Mullins had stepped down as the athletics director at the University of Oregon and Ross Bjork had taken that job. I, I don't know how we missed that story. 
uh, or if he just was operating on a contract basis to negotiate the new contract for Dan Lanning. Rode that tricycle over the Rocky Mountains all the way up the Oregon Trail. Dan so, Lanning. There is uh, there's a spin zone to why they did this now, if you want to okay. hear the spin zone. And it, it, it had nothing to do with the money they're giving him, although it's more. Oh, I, um, bet, I, bet, I bet I know how you're going to spin it. <laughs> it's the buyout. They, yeah. they did well, this now to give him to, to get him to agree to a buyout that is preventative, basically. I uh, thought you were going to say they were, they were going to pay him so much money that he was bound to stay even if they were playing in a seven-team conference. When it was all said and done. No, no, but he is still... uh, So Oregon, right, with all the Nike money and the good year they had last year, uh, he's still making a million and a half dollars less than Lane Kiffin. Yeah. Ole Miss has genteel money. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I bet their buyouts are uh, dramatically different, though. Probably so. Uh, Dan Lanning, in his first year as the head coach at Oregon last year, made $4.6 million, which is a good living. Uh, he was originally set to make four point seven this year. So he was going to get a $100,000 raise, which, I mean, in the real world in which we live, a $100,000 raise after one year on the job feels like a pretty good thing. That's good money. Uh, but... but. He is uh, instead going to make $7 million this year with this new contract on the table. And according to OregonLive.com, a $200,000 increase each season plus a million dollars in deferred compensation. So this contract will begin at $7 million a year and it will finish at $8 million a year. Yeah. Except for the fact that if he continues to win, they will tear up this contract and draw up another one. The kicker is, if they want to fire him early... It's fully guaranteed. Yeah. They owe him every penny that's left on the contract. If he wants to leave early, twenty mil, twenty million dollars. Just so I'm right, Georgia won the national title last year. Yes, I mean I know he used to coach there, but he doesn't get credit for that. Um, no, but he does get credit for what Oregon did on the field last year, and it was a really good first year. He made Bo Nix look like an All-American. He's a defensive coach. He had nothing to do with it. He's in charge. He gets credit. I can't wait for Zach Zach Arnett, Will Rogers, Savant. Yeah, well, you know, if Will Rogers has a great year, he's Zach Arnett's quarterback. There you go. Period. Sports Talk Mississippi. One hour in the books. Four o'clock hour. Coming up with you next. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Here. Sports Talk Mississippi. You like this show, huh? Yeah. Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, 4 o'clock hour, Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalk TV. Thanks for being with us on the road today. We are in the parking lot just beyond the right field foul pole. At Trustmark Park, which is the home of the Mississippi Braves, they've got baseball action tonight, but that's not why we are here. We are here for the uh, the big reveal of the equipment trucks for Mississippi State, Jackson State, Southern Miss, and Ole Miss, all courtesy of KLLM. Brand new rigs on the front end with uh, new custom wrap trailers uh, with university-approved d- designs. They work with the marketing departments. Uh, Knox Graham does a great job. Uh, he's the director of marketing at uh, KLLM and all of their subsidiary trucking 
contracting companies and uh, has worked directly with the universities and their marketing departments to get these designs done and the colors matched exactly right and uh, the turnout was was fantastic and I've uh, got some folks that are coming around to uh, check these out a lot of activity over by the uh, the Jackson State truck I don't oh, know local, if you've noticed that as well local school a lot of their fans right here in the capital city so that's not surprising yeah certainly uh, understand that sports talk Mississippi will be in Hattiesburg tomorrow for the 2023 Dixie Youth Baseball D1 and D2 World Series tons of teams coming from states as far away as Virginia and North Carolina to represent their states in the 2023 Dixie Youth Baseball World Series that Sports Talk Mississippi will be at the Larry Doliak Baseball Complex in Hattiesburg tomorrow. If you're in the Hattiesburg area, we would love to see you. Looking forward to uh, catching up with our buddy Jack Duggan tomorrow. Uh, a little yeah. lunch. Uh, it's going to be an Ed's kind of lunch. You go to that? Yes. I sent you the message last night, and you were like, twist my arm. Yep. Richard, so, Richard is an enabler. Uh, yeah, well, sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, my apologies. No, it's fine. You don't have to eat, you're, but, but that's where I'm going. I'm going to eat. Yeah, well. So. And uh, a little Captain Crunch milkshake to go with it, and bada bing, bada boom. So that's uh, happening tomorrow. Um Pearl River Resort is the home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, two 18-hole championship courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. Um, and we are glad to uh, – uh, sorry. You want to book a tea time, you can do so online. I, I was trying to read Senator McConnell, are you okay? Yeah. Oh, All right. goodness. Oh, that was a tough scene That's yesterday. Rough. Wow. Um, you want to book a tea time, you can do so online at dancingrabbitgolf.com. It's really easy courses are in great shape just as plush as they can possibly be right now greens are rolling great dancingrabbitgolf.com to book your tea time make sure you hydrate today there you go yeah uh yes indeed hydrate it's gonna be gonna be necessary yeah all right so borky this is where we probably were supposed to begin the show today um you were you were going through some uh a Saints deep dive today, right. and it it caused your mind to start wandering. Um, I'm sure there were multiple directions. I'm sure you were wandering, dreaming about a Vince Lombardi trophy, but also wandering in the direction of college football in the state of Mississippi. And you ended up where? Ended up uh, thinking about a trade. And, and so we're not doing player for player because that's not really our style. At least I don't think it is. And we don't need to single anybody out that we want to ship off to another team. But let's pretend for a second that you are the general manager of the Ole Miss Rebels or the Mississippi State Bulldogs of the Professional Football League. I'm going to drive a hard bargain with you, Cross. And you have a ton of draft capital that any team would want, especially your rival. If you could trade all of that draft capital, so much so that they wouldn't say no, for any player on the other team, who would you trade for? And then what would that do to the team itself in terms of expectations on wins and losses? One player, who would you trade for? What state player would you trade for if you're Ole Miss and vice versa? And how impactful would said player be? But, but but for the purposes of this exercise, we are saying we can poach a player off the other team's roster. Yeah, we have yeah. to compensate for them, but we don't have to tell you in this scenario, well, they're getting a first and two seconds and a third and yeah. next year's first. You've got a ton of draft capital, they're going to say yes. We tried doing this once before, yeah. two years back, and man, did people get angry when I said that State should trade Kylan Hill for DK Metcalf. 
Upon further review, I was right. Good call. I was Fans right. are, are, are special creatures sometimes, man. All right. All right, so, but, but we're not trading a current player away. I'm, get, I'm getting, I'm getting, you're, you're, I'm getting uh, scholarships from you. Is what I'm getting. Scholarships. Oh, I'm trading them to you because we don't have. This is college. We don't have draft. I'll give you. I'll give you an extra. Uh, yeah, but just go with it. They, okay. they, ultimately, you you get to compensate me. Yeah. Or Ole Miss. Yeah. For one player on the Ole Miss roster. Super easy. Who is it? I want Judkins. Yeah. You do. <laughs> That's who I want. Yeah, yeah. It's going to run the ball more this year. Okay, I'll take the best running back in college football. Give him to me. What if I said to you that yes, he is the best running back in college football, but you've got a good enough running back, given the offensive line that is in place at Mississippi State, and you could find a player on the Ole Miss roster that could be more impactful in terms of wins and losses than Quinshawn Judkins. One, would you say I'm an idiot for making that statement? I wouldn't say you're an idiot, but I would say you're wrong. Because who is that player? Who is that player that's a significant upgrade from somebody that Mississippi State has? I mean, is it Dart? I I mean, I'll I'll take my chances with Rodgers and Judkins in the backfield. Okay. I, I want, and the Judkins is the only answer for me. Judkins is the answer for you. Yeah. Is it? Uh, here's a wild card. So it, let's take Judkins out of it just to make this a little more interesting because that that would be my answer too. Yeah. Um, a, a proven tight end in Caden Priestcorn. Now he's not played at Ole Miss yet, but he was really really good at Memphis last year. You know that he can produce at the college level. That, Two tight ends coming to Mississippi State. Apparently they really like him. Haven't done that yet. Yeah. I, I mean I, I see where you're coming from for sure. And, yeah, proven production at that position would be great. That was three-piece. But, I mean, it is such a gap, man. It is a huge gap between Judkins and the next guy. Well, that's why that I said I take him out. Yeah, take, take yeah. Judkins out. Who, that might who be would the your way second I would go. guy be? Um, DeAndre Prince might be a guy I'd be that's interested in. Pair him with the Cameron Richardson and have I'd be a little bit more proven at cornerback this year. And, and one of the things that Zach Arnett explained to us at Media Days that, that some of the defensive calls may change mm-hmm. because he doesn't have a uh, uh, Emmanuel Forbes. Emmanuel Forbes, where he can just sit out there on an island and trust yeah. him. Perhaps you would feel that way about DeAndre Prince. If not all of the time, certainly some of the time, that would give you the freedom to do some other things He's good on the defensive enough. side yeah, that you would like. Sure. He's good enough for sure. So, yeah. But again. I need to reiterate that there is a gulf between anybody else and Judkins for me. So my initial thought was on the defensive side. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. And I think I like the group that Ole Miss has on the defensive front. Okay. I I, I thought you would go there. And I think I like the back end. I got a lot of DBs on the roster. And so the middle of that defense, I think, is where I would go. This is my initial answer. You tell me. Would I rather have Buki Watson or uh, or Jet Johnson? It's tough. I feel like in terms of pure athleticism, maybe there's a little bit more from Watson. Yes. But at the same time, I feel like every time I watch Mississippi State, Jet Johnson makes another tackle. And he, he, stayed, he stayed healthy. Yeah. He plays incredibly hard. I feel like he would be a tackling machine in the middle of that defense. I really thought you would say Cromedy, to be honest with you. Yeah? I thought you would. Watson and Johnson play off of each other so well 
It's almost like you need two of them. Yeah, you like, need them both. Like I may have to take a lot of your draft picks. And get, you have to give them, get them both. Yeah. I, I landed on Watson. Which, by the way, if you do that, all of a sudden Ole Miss's defense is so much more. There's so few questions at that point. Because now you've got two guys. They can help you stop the run. They can help you in pass rush. They, they'd be huge additions for Ole Miss. I landed on Watson as well. Uh, because on the in, on the defensive line, especially the interior, you've got Pegues back. Uh, you, you portaled well with Harris and, and Wynn. Pairing somebody next to Monty Montgomery at linebacker, I, I think, would be more important than adding uh, another defensive lineman, uh, considering the lack of provenness that you would well, have next to him. Yes, you're right. But hear me out here. And, and this is why I kind of backed I said that's my initial thought. Mm-hmm. But as I continue to think about it, I'm like, okay, if I'm going to believe that Monty Montgomery is going to be the version of himself that he was at Louisville, and I believe that Sunterry and Perkins is going to pick it up, then maybe I feel okay about the linebacker position. Yeah. In which case... Take Crumity as a luxury. Okay, you could do that. Or I could go to the other side of the ball. Ole Miss has not been very good in the return game. Oh. Punt or kickoff, and a little bit of depth at wide receiver, especially with some question marks surrounding Franklin, yeah. the, the transfer... From UTSA, yeah. I think Tulu Griffin That's might actually one. be the play. That might be not the worst idea. Yeah, I I, I could see a game changing, oh, yeah. a loss changing to a win because of a punt or kickoff return That's for what touchdown. He does. That's what he does. That's yeah. not a bad idea. Just real quick, if we were doing this with USM, I'm in the same position. I'm taking Frank Gore Jr. Frank Gore the third. No, the junior. 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 I wanted him to name his new son the Frank Gore the third. I was disappointed to find out he didn't. All right. Uh, Speaking of Southern. Yeah. Good. Good conversation. That's a, a fun topic. Good work, Morky. Yeah. Good job. We uh, we're going to talk more about Southern Miss on the other side of this timeout. Sports Talk Mississippi on the road on this Thursday afternoon in the Pearl River Resort Studio. Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back. Sports Talk Mississippi with you. Streaming at supertalk.fm and Supertalk TV. Thank you for being with us on this Thursday afternoon. We are excited to welcome, for the very first time on the show, E.K. Franks. He is uh, in athletics administration at Southern Miss. I told you he needed a two-sided Read business that card. Title. <laughs> Executive Associate Athletics Director for Student Athlete Services. What does that mean? Basically, I oversee everything that touches a student athlete. Okay. So, you know, student development. So you're saying you run the entire athletics department? No, no, no. I got a great AD. Love him to death. So uh, I do too. Uh, all the respect in the world for uh, for Jeremy McLean. Um, we can't even read your bio in the time that we've got. But but you've got. I mean. E.K., I'm so incredibly fascinated by your background. You, you told me. I'm going to try and summarize. Uh, coming out of high school, you had an offer to wrestle and play football, college football, though maybe not at the same school. Right. Correct. Um, correct. You ended up going to OU first, o- go, to, go to Oklahoma. Yep. All-American yep. as a wrestler. Got away from there and went to uh, Missouri State, played football. All right, so you... you Jesse you, Branch. Okay. Did that go well? <laughs> Went good. Went okay. good. Just, you know, in a good career. Came back to Oklahoma City. Um, finished my degree there. 
and started working at a strength a strength training center okay. with Pete Martinelli, who was the OU strength coach at the time. He had right. left OU, um, learned underneath him, went and started working high school. Uh, actually, Coach Wes Walker in high school then, and was his strength coach. Left there, went to Kansas State. Um, worked for Bill Snyder at Kansas State. I was a strength coach, and then I wanted to coach. Okay. And Coach Snyder knew it. So what he does, stick me in the academics. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Bill. I'm sure he gave you one of those nice handwritten cards that he was famous for sending. (laughs) It was No, it was awesome. So he put me over there, and what he said was, hey, when they're not in there, you can be sitting in meetings. Okay. that's what I did. Then end up going to – Texas State and coaching D-line there. And, of course, at Kansas State at the time, Brett Bilmer was there, and he went to Wisconsin as the D.C. He got me to leave Texas State to come up there as a G.A. for him. So, <laughs> so, so you go to Wisconsin, and then you're on his staff at Arkansas. I actually went to Wisconsin, got out of coaching for a while, got ga and then got out. Okay. And then went got back in at Delta State. With Ron Roberts, Pete Golding, and that group, and then and Jeremy McLean was the athletics director at the time. That's where me and Jeremy met. And he had actually um, hired my future wife the year before, so I met her there. Okay, she's a Vicksburg girl. Oh, that was so. talking. <laughs> Is she here? She she she, out, she was earlier. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. walking around. All so, right. um, and then me. That's where we all met. We went to Southeastern. The okay. whole staff. That's right. Brett was looking for a uh, director of recruiting and convinced me to come up to Arkansas. Okay. Um, so you leave Southeastern, you go to Fayetteville. Mm-hmm. And then from Arkansas. Fayetteville to? We did a split second at Florida. We did a split second at Florida. Like so not there for a full season. We were there. Like Austin Mull- Armstrong at Alabama. Mullins, Mullins first. Mullins Got there with him in January. Okay. And then by April, I went with Stoops to Kentucky. So, so you led the right choice there. You know, got off that sinking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mark Stoops. And then uh, you, you're. I was doing recruiting there, enjoying it. And, uh, you know, Jeremy and me always stayed tight. Um, my wife actually and his wife were tight as well because my wife lived in a garage apartment above Jeremy then okay. in in Cleveland, Mississippi. Wow! And so um, we always just and he said, "Hey, I got something at Troy. Come to Troy." Now we had just built the house in Lexington, lived in it eight months. Oh man! And we <laughs> we take off to Troy. Got there at the end of January, and uh, he walked in, bought a house in March. He walked in about the second week of April and said, hey, I'm going to Southern Miss. Oh. And I said, what? <laughs> like, Come on, man. Come on, man. Eight months in one house would be a new record for Richard. Yeah. He changes them like we change socks. <laughs> he basically yeah. said, hey, give me a year. I'll get you there. And and literally February of 20, we got there. I told him, I said, you're the only way can get away with it because get to bring my wife back to Mississippi. That's, so, uh, and that's, I love it. Well, I love it. I mean, you list that. It makes it sound like you're 80. I mean, yeah. there's nobody that can do all of that by that, but but you only look like you're about 40. So I don't know where you are. It doesn't matter how old you are. What an incredible journey that ultimately has you in Hattiesburg, where you've been since uh, since 2020. Uh, you were telling me that you know you endured some things in that first year with all the stuff that was going on in the world and in college athletics, but you finally got into a place where you can kind of settle in, and there's a new home in the Sun Belt. 
And from the day that announcement was made, we, we talked about it on the show. It's like this feels like the perfect fit for Southern Miss. So with one completed year in the Sun Belt, rolling into year two, what does it feel like? Awesome. Awesome. We we love the Sun Belt. We love the Sun Belt. It, like you said, it's the perfect fit. Our fans get some rivalries back. Our fans can come to everything. We have fans from other teams coming. It is been fantastic. Keith Gill's a great leader of the conference. It's, it's, it's I thought awesome. he was phenomenal at Media Day uh, earlier this week, kind of in, in talking about some of the big picture issues. Luke Johnson was on with us earlier in the week, and we talked about his address a little bit and said it was in response to a question, but someone had said, you know, kind of uh, in terms of strategy for, for attracting teams, you know, so many of these conferences have chased media markets, mm-hmm. and we chased fan bases. That's, that, that's smart. That, that was the best comment ever. I, I was listening to it, and I was like, and that's that's him. That's him to the heart. We had had uh, meetings down there the week before, and we were talking, and he had mentioned, you know, people keeps hitting him about expanding expanding. He said, look, if it don't fit the footprint, it don't make sense. Yeah. And, I, and I think that's awesome. I think that's awesome. When you think about this last year, and you correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, but... Southern Miss men's basketball, Sun Belt champions. Women's basketball, Sun Belt champions. Baseball, Sun Belt champions. Uh, another super regional down there in Hattiesburg. They right. may ask you to leave after a year. <laughs> Cross country. I mean, did y'all Cross country. <laughs> Open did, up. Did, did Southern Miss coming into this conference? I mean, Southern Miss is a great athletic program. They always have been. But this kind of immediate success, has it been surprising to even you? No, sir. It's Jeremy McClain. you got to remember, Troy was in the Sun Belt. Yeah. He had this vision. He had this vision. When he came back, he had that vision um, to make that switch and try to push for it, with every, especially with everything going on. And he knew the Sun Belt was a, a great fit for us and that we could be successful in the Sun Belt. And it's tougher in some aspects, but it's better. It is much better. I don't want us to run out of time without talking about this uh, this new uh, tractor trailer from uh, from KLLM. You, you you walked up, you saw it in person, and I, I saw your eyes get big. Oh, it, that is beautiful. I mean, fans come on out and see it. It is awesome. We appreciate KLLM. We pre- definitely appreciate Jim Richards. We Knox. You know the Duff brothers, Daryl Walker's our driver. We appreciate all of them. They they take great great care of us. And, and, and the truth of the matter is, you, you see equipment trucks all over the country, right? Uh, I mean, every every school has got some version of equipment. Most of them don't look like these. Yeah, they don't Not at all. Not at all. I told them, I said, you know, being an old recruiter, I said, we're going to go start parking that out in front of recruits. Uh, houses. What if you showed up on a recruiting visit in and that? that? That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome, wouldn't it? You remember when, yeah, they, they, we had the fad a few years ago where it was like the uh, I was like the the Freightliner truck or whatever. Like yeah. all, all, Ashton Kutcher and some of the Hollywood guys had those. Yeah. What if you showed up in just the uh, the tractor front end? You're getting a commitment. Getting it. Well, it certainly makes an impression. Richard didn't. Richard tried to paint the picture and describe it. He didn't mention though, and I just now noticed that that the eagle eye. On oh, the, uh, oh, I hadn't oh, seen that. Sneaky. Oh, it's sneaky. That golden eagle eye, yeah. that is intimidating. That right is, there. I like that. Awesome. It yeah. is awesome. I, I tell people all I the time, we win the, we win the truck contest hands down. Yeah, it looks good. It looks good. <laughs> um, I the beholder, but yes, it looked outstanding. <laughs> Absolutely great. That's why I said it looks good. I yeah, love it. Looks I got good. You. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
EK, let's not go overboard. EK, EK we got uh, we got a minute left in this okay. segment. Tell me a little bit more about Jeremy McLean. I, I'm you said earlier, big fan. I'm a huge fan of Jeremy McLean, but you said a couple of things that made me reminded me. He plays his cards pretty close to the vest. Yes, he does. It, it's his, his. He is. I learned from him because, and I tell him it's the pitcher in him. I said baseball players know where they're going with the baseball before it's hit to them. Yeah, they they process everything, and that's how he makes his decisions. He processes everything. Where me and wrestling is reaction, reaction, or football was reaction, reaction. It's been great for me just to help me change my thought process on decision making because he looks at every angle. Who's it's going to affect? How many people it's going to affect? And his decision making is right on. You were just days away from the start of camp. Don't you wish you were putting on those pads and getting out there in this heat and doing it one more time? No, nah, I like where I'm at now. Yeah. <laughs> maybe just with a whistle at least. You know, maybe so. Ek Franks, uh, Executive Associate Athletics Director at uh, Southern Miss. Thanks for joining. It's so good to visit. Let's do this again. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Great you to know. visit with you. All guests appear on the Farm Bureau guest line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Coming up next, we'll chat with Ashley Robinson. He's the Athletics Director at Jackson. In state. It's Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Southern Miss to the top. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Oh, mama, I can hear you crying. You're so scared and all Back with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and Supertalk TV. We are just outside Trustmark Park today on the road with Sports Talk Mississippi for the unveil of the or unveiling of the uh, equipment trucks for Jackson State, Southern Miss, Old Miss, and Mississippi State, all courtesy of KLLM. We are uh, Joined by the uh, the Jackson State contingent, first year head coach TC Taylor is with us. As is Ashley Robinson, the uh, athletics director at Jackson State. First of all, great to see you, fellas. Great to be here. Good to be here. I'm, I'm glad we were able to get it warm. Wanted you to uh, feel <laughs> right. at home. I know we're only about ten minutes from the house, but I mean uh, Jackson State is hot right now. So it is. We like it hot. There you go. Boom. Uh, first <laughs> off, this this new equipment truck, the uh, the navy blue that pops so well. Um, talk to me about the design. It looks just fantastic. I mean, fantastic design. I mean, guard the yard is our new head coach, T.C. Taylor theme. Uh, and he's he's guard the yard as a player. He's going to guard the yard as a coach. Uh, and that's the message that we're sending to our opponents. And we're going to guard the yard at Jackson State. And also our four Hall of Famers. You know, the only school in the state of Mississippi with four Hall of Famers. And we're very proud about that at Jackson State University. And we want to thank KLLM. This is huge for us. This yeah. is big for us. To, our equipment truck travel all over the country. Uh, and people see our brand and see that guard the yard and see our four Hall of Famers and see that brand, that national brand of Jackson State University. T.C. Taylor going into his first year as the head coach. The, the word that pops into my head when I think about you mm-hmm. is opportunity. Yeah. And it's not only an opportunity for you, but an opportunity for Jackson State in, in 
everything. Yeah. Talk, talk to me about this chance for you right now. I'm excited. I'm excited. You know, when I made the turn on the street right here and I see that truck, uh, you know, the guard the yard slogan that we came up with, and that just let me know it's football season. You know, I think it's a huge buzz right now with the fans, our players. You know, we're in training camp now. We'll have our third practice on tomorrow, but I'm looking forward to it, man. We, we got a really good football team we're putting together. Um, these fans are excited. You know, we open up game one, August 26th, um, the MEAC SWAC Challenge. You know, I just got back from a press conference uh, for that in Atlanta uh, on ABC, you yeah. know, and then another good thing. Who do you play from the MEAC in that first uh, game? South Carolina State. There you South go. Carolina State will play them, and, you know, ESPN just picked up the rest of our games this season. So it's good times at Jackson State right now, man. I mean, it's no better time to be a Tiger fan right now. South Carolina State, a good program. I had a, a game, um, I guess it was the opener. I think they opened with UCF mm-hmm. last year in, uh, in Orlando, and that's, uh, that's certainly a good program and, and a big challenge right out of the gate. Great, great program. You know, I know their head coach, Buddy Pugh-Will. You know, uh, the previous stop I was at North Carolina Central, we had some great matchups. Yeah. We know it's going to be a physical football game. You know, they do things the right way, but and, and we want it's a little get-back to that game. You know, that's a team that beat, beat us for a national championship a couple years ago over right. in Atlanta. So we're excited about the opportunity to face them again. Anytime you can face a, a legendary coach like Buddy Pugh, you know, that's been there 20-plus uh, years as a head coach, had a lot of success. So, you know, that's something that I can wish I can have half of my career to be able to coach 20 years at a certain stop. And, you know, that's what he, no he talked about. Um, you know, and he said, what do you think about it if you had 20? I said, that's a lot of success. <laughs> you know, if, you know that's yeah. happening at Jackson State. So I'm excited about it. Ashley, uh, did I use the right word when I said opportunity? Right. Absolutely. You definitely used the right word. I mean, Jackson State, uh, we have some amazing things going on right now. Uh, very excited. A new head coach, T.C. Taylor, one of our own. Yeah. Uh, and it feels good to support your own. Uh, he's paid his dues. Uh, started coaching here at Cahoma in, in the state of Mississippi. He's from Macomb area, South Pike. Uh, so he's one of our own, and we're going to support him. You know, I'm challenging all 50,000 alums, the state of Mississippi. Everybody, let's support Jackson State University. Let's support T.C. Taylor, and that makes that make this the best experience for our student-athletes. I, I don't want to dwell in the past. I don't want to live in the past, but there's an elephant in the room here as well. Right. There has been... Uh, a ton of positive publicity for Jackson State right. over over the last couple of years because of uh, well two things one I mean it, it was Coach Prime mm-hmm. but also it was what you guys accomplished on the field right. without the winning it, the other stuff goes away right how do you and this is kind of for both of you how do you continue the winning mm-hmm. because the fan support grew in such a big way I, I heard what you were saying a second ago and right. and, and that's Let's support Jackson State, right? Not just the guy who's walking the sidelines as the head coach. Right. Right. You know, we've had some success. The last two years have been amazing. You yeah. know, undefeated in the conference, uh, went to two national championships game, HBCU game, won a swag championship two years in a row. We've had some success. But if you check the history of Jackson State University. There's been some success. There's a lot of success at no Jackson doubt. State. We'll you know, I tell people this all the time. Jackson State ain't just started doing this. Yeah. Right. You know, Coach Prime came in and did a really, really good job. You know, we was down nine, ten years. Mm-hmm. And he came in and he changed the culture at Jackson State. Yeah. Uh, he came in and brought a winning tradition here to Jackson State. And we're going to keep that tradition going uh, at Jackson State. So we're very thankful and proud. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's in the history books at Jackson State. And that's sure. like another legend. You know, Jackson State attract Hall of Fame was all the so as coaches, as players. You keep going to this Hall of Fame do. thing. I mean, that's what they do. So. I, I love it. Uh, TC, from a recruiting standpoint, as, as you work to build this roster, you got some pieces back. You lose some pieces from, from those two teams. Has 
Jackson State reemerging as a household name over the over the last two or three years has it helped you in in terms of building a roster? Oh, no doubt, no doubt. You know, it's a lot of good players in the country that want to be a part of what we had going got, uh, had going on the previous two years here. You talked about what Coach Prime did for this program. I can remember uh, pulling up to the campus and you got Good Morning America on campus. Right. Uh, college Game Day came to Jackson mm-hmm. last year. You know, those things pay dividends and recruiting. And so it's up to me to keep it going. You know, when uh. Uh, A.D. Robinson, you know, said that I was the guy I was excited, but the first thing popped in my mind was let's go get the players. You know, yeah. we lost a lot to that thing called the transfer portal. You know, but uh, it it's was a real good. thing in college oh, football. No doubt. No a doubt. But thing. it works both ways. You That's know, because right. it was good to us and it's showing on the football field right now. You know, uh, you look at what we was able to do and that's a great job by my uh, coaching staff. You know, we had the number one HBCU coach uh, recruiting class, number two in the FCS. So that lets you know a lot of people, you know, believe in the brand for us Jackson State right now. I got a question for you, uh, Ashley, and as the AD, I feel like you're maybe in a unique position to answer this. I've asked it before. I understand the importance of the Celebration Bowl. Right. Uh, what that means for the SWAC, what it means for the MEAC, and what winning that game means. But at the same time, it precludes you, if you're playing in that game, from being part of the FCS playoffs. Right. When you look at the postseason setup, mm-hmm. Does does the good of playing in the Celebration Bowl outweigh the maybe frustration uh, to some degree for not being in the right. FCS playoffs? Right. You, you, you know, when you, you look at the comparison, and I get this question all the time between the FCS playoff and the you know the bowl game that we created. That every FCS conference wants a bowl game now. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as an athletic director, it's all about revenue for me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about sponsorships. It's all about creating experience so I can support my coaches and my student athletes. And the Celebration Bowl gives us that opportunity. Uh, that's a game that you, you, you go to that game and, and and the payoff is very, very well. Uh, and also, from a, from a conference standpoint, you know, if you host that SWAG championship, you keep all that revenue when you're hosting at home. So you're talking about impacting the city and bringing that revenue in and so you can support your coaches. You know, I'm all for the bowl game. I, I was never a playoff guy. Uh, I've been in FCS a long time, and, and I've never been uh, in a situation to where I, when you want to pick the HBCU bowl game and you want to pick the, the playoffs, from a revenue standpoint, just – Every, every, every time, every okay, time. that makes sense. Um, TC on the field. What's uh, what's your team going to look like in terms of style? Because I, I know every head coach, to a certain extent, wants to put his stamp on it. There, yep. there are things that you believe in philosophically. Mm-hmm. What what are those things? Uh, you know, uh, first thing first, we got to figure out uh, how to replace a Shadur Sanders. Okay. Yeah. You know, you talking about a two time offensive player of the year at quarterback, and you know the teams that are uh, playing for championships in the end, in the end of the year are the guys that have the best quarterback. You know, so we're trying to evaluate that position, but it's physicality. You know, we want to uh, preach physicality to, to the football team. That's something that we're talking about on a, a day-to-day basis. Of course, team speed. You know, our, our strength coach is doing a phenomenal job. Uh, coach Beef, Jalen Watson, we came in from Texas Tech. I can't say enough about what he's coach been doing. Coach Beef. With, yeah, that's what How good a name is that for a strength <laughs> coach? I like it. He's been doing a great job with the student athletes over there, but just um, preach physicality, you know, and find a way to get across the um, that thresh, uh, finish line towards the end of the season. Did you believe this was in your future? Head coach, maybe yeah. maybe not right now, but yeah. but but being a head coach, yes, definitely. You know, I always that was a goal of mine. You know, I was all, I always said I'd be prepared for the moment. But to say, you know, to have an opportunity to be the head coach of Jackson State, you know that 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 that's huge. You know, uh, 
this guy sitting next to me, he was with me throughout this whole process. Uh-huh. You know, this goes back how long? What, three, four years? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we always been in contact with That's each right. other. You know, he always watched me at other places saying I was doing a good job. But, and, you know, I always just try to be prepared for that moment. And when that moment came, you know, I wanted to hit the ground running. Ashley, last thing for you. Uh-huh. Athletic directors just in terms of job description, have to be able to look into the future. Mm-hmm. Um, you made a hire that was transformational for, right. for Jackson State. But even as you were making that fire hire, were you having to look into the future and say, this is this is not going to be something that we're going to do for a decade and, and, and kind of prepare for it? Right. You, you know, as my vision for Jackson State University, you know, my future was to make sure we bring the glory days back to Jackson State, make sure we bring some success on the field. You know, uh, people talk about, Ashley, we brought you here to bring back football. You know, I, I came here to win all 16 sports. I came here to graduate student athletes, and that was part of my vision, uh, to come here to build on the great tradition of Jackson State and Blaze New Trails. And and though all of those hires was part of that. You know, those those two years was a great two years to put us back where we need to be, but also to set us a stage. My goal as athletic director is when you turn the TV on to see Jackson State University, when you turn the radio on to hear about Jackson State University, and when you open that newspaper in the morning, I want to see Jackson State University. Well, and if you win, you uh, you get that. Uh, wish both of you guys the absolute best as we roll into the season. T.C. Taylor, first-year head coach, and uh, Ashley Robinson, the AD at Jackson State. Thanks so much for coming by. And Thanks, I can't man. wait to see it. that truck rolling down the highway. Oh, right. We're we going to continue to guard the yard. Guard the yard, baby. Get we those season tickets. More coming up. <laughs> Sports right. Talk Mississippi on the road on this Thursday afternoon. We're back right after this. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888-808-8637 on Super Talk Mississippi. Conversation with Ashley Robinson and T.C. Taylor, who is headed into his first year as the head coach at Jackson State. All guests joining us on the Farm Bureau guest line. But now we uh, we get to visit with the guy who is responsible for this event, our uh, equipment truck unveiling day. Uh, the equipment trucks for Southern Miss, Jackson State, Mississippi State, and Ole Miss uh, from KLLM. Jim Richards joins us now, president and CEO of KLLM Transport, uh, Transport Services. It's the second time we've done this, and the weather has not disappointed. It's been warm both times. We, we've gotten good, solid Mississippi July days when we've done this. What a great day. Absolutely. I guess it beats rain anyway. No uh, doubt. But, uh, no, no doubt. A little bit warm, but at least y'all were smart enough to get a tent. So uh, I think two. We're, we're we have good. two tents. Got a little breeze. It's not too bad right yeah, now. Yeah, Houston's in charge of all that. He makes everything happen. <laughs> Jim, these trucks are, are phenomenal. I know we've talked about it in the past, but uh, the, the job that Knox and your marketing team does – and the schools do to put these designs together, but then the execution on your end, they're just fantastic. Well, i got to tell you, uh, when Knox joined us a couple of years ago, he worked for the governor for, for many years, and right. uh, uh, when Phil was going out of office, I was lucky enough to get Knox, and, and I always handled this project myself, and uh, when I got him, I said, do I have a job for you? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, But i got to tell you, he has done a remarkable job, and uh, I mean, he really has. He's taken it over, and, and I don't have to worry about a thing, and he does all the communication with the colleges now, and, and uh, just makes it all happen. So hats off to him. Uh, I'll also have to tell you that our maintenance staff uh, did one heck of a job on these things, and uh, they've been working very hard for, uh, I would say, probably for a month. 
Uh, matter of fact, my vice president of maintenance said, man, I'll be glad when you get these things out of the shop so we can actually go back to work. Uh, but they, they really did. I mean, those guys have done one heck of a job, and uh, I'm, I'm so thankful for them. And they take a lot of pride in it, and yeah. uh, which is a lot of fun, too. And employees get excited about it, so it's it's a, it's a fun deal. Well, I, I was going to ask you that because I know that the schools take a lot of pride in, in seeing this rolling billboard. Uh, you know, as, as they go on the road in the SEC, they're parked in SEC stadiums, they're parked in Sunbelt stadiums, SWAC stadiums. They look as good as any in America. Is there a, a pride factor for KLLM seeing, hey, that's one of our trucks rolling down the highway as well? Well, there's no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, i got to tell you, and, I, and I'm partial, I guess, but I will tell you that I don't think there's any better-looking trucks than these right here today. And it's, it's great for us to be able to put these things on the road, and, and when these schools show up, uh, they're never embarrassed. And uh, no. I, I, I always tell them, I said, I don't know what kind of football team you're going to have, but you're going to have one heck of a truck. It's going to look good uh, when, you, when you pull up. No question uh, about that. Um, KLLM, Mississippi company, founders, uh, Mississippi, incredible success story. Why is this an important project for you guys as a company? Well, number one, we, we just enjoy doing it. And, uh, you know, I think it really helps the schools. Uh, for those of people that don't know, I mean, we, we pay for the entire thing. We own the trucks. We own the trailers. Uh, I hire uh, the drivers. Matter of fact, three out of the four drivers are off-duty highway patrolmen. Uh, and uh, so... You know, we do the entire thing. We buy the fuel. Pay Wait, is there the a governor on these things? Uh, not on these four, but there are on okay. everything else we got. Okay. <laughs> I was just thinking, I mean, you got off-duty highway patrol to drive. They may, you know, they may need to get somewhere in a hurry. Yeah, and uh, they lean on me a little bit on that, so uh, <laughs> I, I give them a little break on that. Uh, but, uh, you know, like I said, the company uh, pays for everything on these. It's about $250,000 a rig, so we got about a million dollars a year tied up in these things. But, wow. you know, i got to tell you, it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, creates a lot of pride within the company, and and it does showcase our company. And uh, you know, I, I tell you, for those people that don't uh, know a lot about us, we we try to do everything first class, and I think this is just an example of that. And uh, I don't think you'll find anything on these trucks uh, that you would. Uh, at least I can't find anything else I would do different. Jim, I don't know if you noticed, we have some equipment here too, and I'm just thinking a truck with Richard and mine and Borky's face <laughs> rolling down the road. Would be Might incredible. cause some accidents. That's my. That's where he was headed with that. <laughs> I, I think we could probably get a Yugo and fix it up for you. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh me. Um, I, I don't want to let you go without giving you an opportunity to pitch the the academy uh, that you guys have got going. Uh, I know that maybe sometimes more than others, but at all times you're looking for drivers and, and you're bringing up drivers. Yeah, we are, and I tell you, uh, you know, we started this truck driving school. I don't know probably seven, eight, nine, ten years ago, and quite frankly, we started it uh, trying to staff our trucks, and it actually turned into uh, the biggest workforce development uh, situation in the whole state, and so, it, you know, we're taking a lot of people that don't have a job, teaching them a skill, and providing them a job, and, and I tell you, it's really worked out well. It worked out so well that we actually opened one up in Dallas and one in uh, Chicago, uh, so that's that's basically how we staff our fleet.
fleet now, and uh, it's it's been a remarkable success. You know, our founders Fox was telling me about it earlier. He said it's an incredible opportunity for for somebody that's either looking for a career or maybe is looking for a new career because there's basically no debt associated with it. There, there's no debt associated with. We pay for everything. We pay to put them through school. We pay for their meals, their housing. We actually pay for their permit. I mean, they literally pay for nothing. And so it, it is a great opportunity for someone that's either wanting to change uh, careers or someone that's just down on their luck. And it's a great opportunity for them. And I tell you what, these days, you make a lot of money driving a truck. Let me just yeah. tell you. Uh, all companies raised pay last year significantly. We raised 33%. And uh, wow, it, it's a, you can make a pretty good living. I told somebody the other day, I said, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't have college graduates coming out of some of these schools <laughs> ready yeah. to drive a truck for a couple of years. they should. Yeah, certainly would uh, make a lot of sense. And uh, obviously, the Duff Brothers, a huge commitment to the state of Mississippi. Jim, it's always good to see you. This is a fantastic event. It's great to have all four schools represented here, and uh, we look forward to catching up with you again soon. Well, I appreciate it. Tom and Jim Duff, they uh, they do a great job supporting us. Uh, you know, we've taken this company from one truck in 1964 to four. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi team with live reports from games and practices, plus exclusive interviews. Weekday afternoon, starting at 3 on supertalk.fl, the Supertalk Mississippi app, and always live on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. Welcome back. Five o'clock hour, Sports Talk Mississippi. On the road on this Thursday afternoon, we are coming to you from Trustmark Park. We're out in the parking lot out beyond the right field foul pole for the uh, the unveiling, the debut of the 2023 equipment trucks. The uh, tractor trailers provided by KLLM for Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Jackson State, and Southern Miss. We, uh, we kind of described them earlier for you on our, uh, if, if you're watching on Super Talk TV, uh, you can uh, see some of them. Got them on our social media pages as well. Uh, and if you're in the Jackson area, come on and say hello. We're uh, in Pearl. You can't miss us. We are surrounded by four incredible trucks that really stand out. And uh, a good crowd growing as yeah. well. Got uh, some of the Ole Miss cheerleaders are here. Some of the Jackson State cheerleaders, State cheerleaders are here. Mississippi Miss. State cheerleaders. Got Southern Miss Southern over Miss there as well. Okay, on the uh, far side, I missed them coming in. Yeah. So uh, cheerleading squads. In fact, it was really cute. A second ago, had a, a young family, a young mom and dad came in with a uh, with little girl and a little boy uh-huh. and said, she wants to see cheerleaders and he's looking for trucks. And so, Guess here what? we go. You have come to One the right place. Uh, have come to the right place. Is that uh, what was doing that? Like I was, I was tapping my fingers to uh, rock yeah, you like the, a hurricane. I was like, "Why am I hearing that?" Yeah. Okay. The, now yeah, we're good. There we're we good. go. Microphone was uh, on. Uh, in this five o'clock hour, Keith Carter is going to join us, the athletics director at Ole Miss, and then Zach Selman, the uh, Mississippi State AD. That'd be the second time in a week for us to visit with uh, Zach Selman. He's just becoming a regular fixture. We need to, you know, we, he's going to become the, you know, the the Lee Sterling of athletic directors. <laughs> Once a week. Yeah, just have him on. I don't know. Talk about whatever with him, you know? Is that a compliment or an insult in either direction? I, I, mean, I, I don't know. At least Sterling will win you a lot of money. Hopefully uh, Zach Selman can do that for Charlie Winfield. Yeah. Yeah, that would uh, that would be a good thing if it uh, if it plays out that way. Uh, we are glad to be with you this afternoon. It's time right now for the College Football Fix. College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. 
All go to buyfordnow.com. Find out why the best-selling trucks are built for tough. You can test drive one today at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. So, I don't think we've had North Carolina yet. Have we, in our, our countdown of 100 teams in 100 days, we talked about the Tar Heels. I can't remember. Are you asking me to remember like 56 and some odd teams? Borky, do you remember, have we talked about North Carolina? I barely remember what I had for dinner yesterday. I think we might have, but I'm about uh, to double check. Well, regardless, th- this story really caught my attention. Uh, the headline at, at ESPN.com is North Carolina building QB May, a flawless offense, okay. Brown says. I saw that headline and I said, Okay, you have piqued my interest. What does this mean? We know that there were changes on the offensive side for UNC. Phil Longo left North Carolina. He is now with Luke Fickle in his first year at Wisconsin, a Wisconsin team that is picked to win the Big Ten West. West. Yes. Yeah, the Big Ten West. Get open in the snow. Well, we'll uh, we'll see how that works out. A place that for much of its history has been known for running the football. I mean, elite this, running backs. They're running. I mean, you think about what the, the change Mississippi State made into the air raid, right? This is a bigger change, in my opinion. Yeah, we're getting away from North Carolina, but yes, I mean, I mean, what it, Wisconsin has been to what Phil Longo wants to do couldn't be more different. It, it's kind of like going from the triple option yeah, to to really a pro is. style offense, yeah. uh, a, a little bit. So, in replacing the offensive staff. Mac Brown hired Chip Lindsey as his offensive coordinator. Chip Lindsey's got plenty of college coaching experience. Yeah. But he's also, um, well, that, Chip Lindsey's been a college guy. Yeah. You look at Chip Lindsey, you're like, eh, the offense is okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. He also hired former Browns head coach, Freddie Kitchens, former Alabama quarterback. A friend of mine lives in his old house in Storm. As the tight ends coach. And former NFL quarterback coach Clyde Christensen as a volunteer offensive analyst. Okay, sure. Who just spent the last four years in Tampa Bay, three of which were with Tom Brady. Pretty good. So when Mac Brown, who's not one to really like blow a lot of smoke, he kind of gives it to you straight, tells me that he is trying to build an offensive staff for the sake of his future first-round quarterback, yeah. I, I think I believe him. I get what he's saying. Yeah. Do you want to know what my first thought was when I hear flawless offense? I, I, the first thing I thought of was Wesley McGriff and his defense that would stop everybody. Like, what are you talking about, flawless offense? There's going to be third. There's going to be you said McGriff, and I immediately thought Tom Amansky again. I thought we were back on that and back-to-back-to-back to back to back AAU National that Championship. That was not the defense that got results. No. No. No, Wesley McGriff was not. But you know, the terminology is like, what, what are you talking about? But that being said, here's the quote. Surrounding yourself with good coaches, never a bad idea. So, Mac Brown says, I've got May a lot of manpower in that room. And now what we've got to do is make sure all of them do what's best for him. That is, therefore, best for our offense. I've really challenged them over the summer to make sure that we put all of our ideas together and get a flawless offense on the field instead of a bunch of ideas from a bunch of really bright guys. We can't do that. we got to be one. We can't be three different minds. Okay. So when you peel back the layers... Uh, on the longer quote, Borky, 
That makes a little more sense than, oh, we've got to be a flawless offense. When when you hear Mac Brown say, we want to give Drake May every single possible tool to be successful because individual success for Drake May will lead to team success for North Carolina, it, it makes a little more sense, doesn't it? Uh, it does, absolutely. And compare that messaging to that of Jimbo Fisher. So uh, Chip Lindsey's the offensive coordinator, but you've got a former NFL head coach yeah. uh, assisting him. And you know, the quality of life is so much better in the NFL. That's why you don't see NFL coaches go to college. But if you can get one, then you get one because the intricacies of – Scheme. There's your phrase of the day. And the NFL is so much tougher uh, than, than that of college. But using all of those guys and talking about balancing them, essentially saying, you know, I've got three really smart guys, but they're, you know, they've got to be in lockstep or else we've just got ideas and nothing more. But that tells me they're all going to have a say, right? He's, I need to hear from Freddie Kitchens. He, 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 he said three people. So his tight ends coach is going to have a say and he wants him to have a say and all this stuff. And then you hear Jimbo, you hire this brilliant offensive mind, eh, maybe we'll have some input. It's just such a dramatic difference in messaging from the head coach when you bring in really smart offensive people. One says, we need to use them all. Oh, we got to use them all. And we, we have got to work together because I got really smart guys in that room and we need to use them. And the other is, eh, maybe we'll have some input. Well, and, and how about this? You, you want to see an illustration of trust that a head coach has in his quarterback, here it is. Um, Mac Brown involved Drake May in the process of hiring his offensive coordinator. Wow. You don't hear that a lot. You don't. Because players are transient, right? I mean, Drake May, this is the last year coming up for Drake May, but that tells oh, you... He's got another year, doesn't he? He's just a true sophomore. Didn't he? Oh, that's right. He was a true freshman last year. Yeah. Okay, so two years left with Drake May, which makes it even a bigger deal. Yeah. Um, no, he's draft Guys, eligible he's, this he, year. He'll be number two overall. Okay. Uh, unless he's not. What, what What if he's number one overall? Well, that he certainly could be that. Yeah. And, and I'm not being flippant when I say that, but I mean, it's that's altogether possible. possible that NFL teams, when they look at the, the entire package of Caleb Williams and Drake May, despite what we see is almost incredible, like unbelievable stuff from Caleb Williams sometimes in terms of athleticism, you may have an NFL GM that goes, no, Drake May's my guy. Very possible. Very possible. You know, he's mobile. He, he ran it more than they would like. So I guess what I was saying about the whole involving Drake May in the process, he leaned on his quarterback, which tells you what he thinks about his quarterback in, in terms of the head that he's got on his shoulders. And ultimately, Mac Brown said, what I looked for was a great teacher. I looked for somebody who matched Drake's personality. I looked for somebody who would keep the same passing game, because it's really good, but also a guy that was running the ball better than we were and that would help us with the protections as well. So this just fit perfectly, and thank goodness, when I had Drake uh, Drake talk to him separate from me, if Drake had called and said, I don't like him, we've got a problem. Doesn't that help in recruiting, too? If you're a quarterback, you're like, this yeah. is not going to have a coach that listens to me, that wants my feedback. I mean, that's that's just smart. Yeah. I, I, I the, would I, not have guessed Mac Brown would be the guy to evolve this much, but he has. 
I don't know. I think there was more of that with Mac Brown at Texas than we realized. Mm-hmm. Just he just got swallowed up by all of the Texas stuff and the way that it ended. Yeah. I mean, you got to remember when Vince Young was at Texas, mm-hmm. that was one of the most dynamic offenses we've ever seen in college football. True. So, and look at what pretty, Texas has been since he left. So maybe he was on to something. Well, and look at what North Carolina was. Under Mac Brown, and then he left, and look at what they've become once again with the return of Mac Brown. It's almost like he's a pretty good college head football coach. That's your college football fix, driven by Ford. We're back with more right after this. Oh, yeah. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams with live reports from the games and practices, plus exclusive interviews with coaches, players, and legends from the past. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalk TV. Thanks for being with us on a toasty Thursday afternoon. We are in uh, Pearl, Mississippi today, right outside uh, Trustmark Park. Embraves have got a game tonight, and uh, we've got the unveiling of the new equipment trucks for Ole Miss, Southern Miss, Mississippi State, and Jackson State, uh, courtesy of KLLM. Great uh, visit with Jim Richards from uh, KLLM just a little while ago. And uh, Keith Carter joins us now, Athletics Director at Ole Miss. Hope you've had a good summer. Good to see you. Yeah, it's been great. Uh, it's gone by fast, but uh, we're, we're getting close, and I think everybody's gearing up for the fall, so it should be good. Yeah. Uh, the equipment truck, we, we were talking about and kind of comparing and contrasting earlier, and the design for Ole Miss, it was, it was kind of minimalistic, right? Uh, kind of a, a simple design, but in the, I'll call it air quotes, powder blue uh, that everybody describes, I mean, really, really pops when you see it. Yeah, I think you'll be able to see it coming down the highway. There's no doubt about that. But, you know, Jim and, and his team, KLLM, you know, they've been so gracious and, um, you know, have done a, an awesome job, you know, not with just with us, but with the other schools as well, to, to not only give us the trucks and make all that happen and, and pay for the gas and give us a drive, I mean, all of it. It's all in, and it's just it's amazing what they do. But uh, the designs working with our, you know, our team at Ole Miss, they, I think this one's turned out really, really well. I mean, you just don't see a lot of powder blue trucks, man. The, the, the uniqueness of it. I mean, states it looks good, Southerns looks good, and I'm not. I'm not going to tell you that Ole Miss's looks the best, but it is incredibly unique. And it, I, I mean, like you said, when when somebody's coming down the road, they're going to know that's the Ole Miss Rebels coming behind us. Hey, Dad, tell me you think Ole Miss's looks the best without telling me you I just think did. Ole Miss's looks the best. Hey, I, I, hey, I think that's did. what just if happened. He, if, 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 have you seen these pictures, by the way? I, I have seen those. That's, that's unfortunate. Uh, we we got we got to win more games, Richard. I'm I mean, sorry, man. We're we're going to make that happen. I, I did all I could do. <laughs> that's that's tough. You know, it's it's. Uh, I was telling Jim. I was telling Jim. That's yeah. a beautiful response, by the way. That's all he said. <laughs> no, don't really have much more to say on that. But I was telling Jim and and halfway joking. You know, it's it's hard to do a lot with maroon. It, it is. You know, I understand that. I understand. He, made, he made it look great. I understand, but uh, no, I'm kidding. But I, I do think that the powder blue. Uh, you know, not not one of our traditional colors, but uh, all of our teams have really embraced it. Our fans have embraced it, and well, you brought it back. Not a traditional color by the sense that you know we went with the the uh, the navy and red for so long. 
brought the the powder back after many many years. Um, but kind of come it becoming traditional. Well, it, it is, and it looks great on uniforms. It looks great on a truck, um, and you know a lot of our coaches really like it, and our, our young people like it. Our student athletes really like it. And you see State doing the thing now with the cursive and the script State, and you guys pushing powder blue a lot, a lot more than you ever did. It used to be like a chore. It used to be almost like, can we get the powder blue helmets? Ah, I don't know. Right. And now it's almost every week. When you're an athletic director, you know, I know you're listening to the fans. You know, what's that process like of sort of saying, okay, maybe we need to have more powder blue? You know, you got to work with Nike and things like that. You got to work with all your your, your uniform providers. Yeah, and it, and it is it is hard. I mean, the lead times on doing a lot of that stuff is is you know one two years away, especially on uniforms and those type of things. You know, there there is kind of a joke around the department that I'm I'm the least uh, I'm the last person people come and talk to about uniforms because I could care less. At the end of the day, like if the players like it, the coaches like it, the fans like it, I'm in. Um, but I think the powder has really you know started to pop and um, has really taken its place with uh, with Ole Miss. This is a, a a big week for Ole Miss athletics because the the renovations to the Manning Center are now complete, or, or at least they're, they're move-in ready. Um, long project, a year and a half to, to get to this point. A uh, lot of money, just, just shy of $50 million in, invested in that. T- tell us about it, because people really haven't had a chance to see it yet. Yeah, it, it's going to be awesome. Um, you know, you look around the country, especially in our league, and, and you know, you're, you're always seeing new renovated spaces, and uh, you know, you have to you have to do those things in order to keep up with with your your peers. And um, I think our team did a fantastic job. It's a, it's basically the the showpiece of it will be a new uh, weight room, which is just phenomenal. Uh, kind of a two story look with with a lot of open air and glass, and uh, it's really really nice. New locker room with new new lockers that that really do just about anything you can imagine. A lot of technology and uh, different things there. New training room. Uh, coaches' offices, all those things. So, just you know, one of those things that you got to continue to think about. You know, what your facilities look like. Obviously, we know NIL has popped up, and you know that's something that's obviously very, very important uh, to student athletes these days. But facilities are are still always going to be very important, and uh, we're excited about the Manning Center. As we turn toward the the start of football season, I mean, it, it, it's almost here. Um, no secret that. Last year didn't end the way that anybody wanted it to end, whether whether you're talking about you or Lane Kiffin or fans or players or, or whatever. Does it feel like that internally everybody's been able to turn the page from that, move on, and that there's some genuine excitement that has set in for the start of this season? Yeah, I think so. And, and you know, just to be very candid, you know, we as Ole Miss Athletics were, were not real happy with our overall success last year. I mean, hence the fact that you had to wear the – the maroon jersey. I'm sorry about that, but it's okay. You know, it's one of those things where the the two years prior to that, overall as a department, we had the best two years we've ever had statistically yeah. uh, in the history of Ole Miss athletics. Last year, you know, football kind of ended in a bad note. We didn't do as well in some other sports. Um, so yeah, I think there's a lot of optimism, a lot of excitement, not only about football, but just kind of getting geared up again for another athletic year. But uh, you know, I was talking with Coach Kiffin earlier this week. I think you know he, he feels great about this team. Feels like there's going to be a lot of talent. Obviously, a very tough schedule that we have to play. Uh, but I think everybody's excited to get back out there. Well, and, and another piece of that that has lent, uh, contributed to the excitement is the hire that you made in basketball with Chris Beard. I was I was in the uh, in the pavilion this summer for a dance competition, dance camp, whatever. And was you were sitting, attending the dance. I was camp just about yourself. You or? were in a dance competition? No, I was Fantastic. attending. My daughter was. Oh, God, that's the, not what he said. Whatever. I was in the pavilion for a dance camp. Not one that I was participating in. Right. My, my daughter is on the middle school. Anyway, but I was looking around, and I was like, what a great facility. And it's almost like some of that has been lost 
when over the last couple of seasons attendance has dwindled a little bit and just kind of talking to people they're like I hadn't bought season tickets for basketball in a decade, or I haven't in the last few years. And it feels like there's a genuine excitement about basketball for the first time in a long time. Yeah, I've heard some of that too. And, you know, if you think about it, um, just a couple of short years ago, I mean, we, we had some sellouts. I mean, you had Kentucky that came in, Tennessee that came in, and that building was, was rocking. And, um, you know, we, we just didn't have the success and, and the wins that we needed with Coach Davis. He did everything the right way, just couldn't quite figure sure, out a way to, yeah. to, to get the wins. But with Coach Beard, it does feel like, based on the fact that you look at his resume, you look at what he's done, and I think what people are really excited about is the fact that not only has he won in his career, but he's turned programs around really quickly. And and I think that we're gonna we're gonna see that this year. We talked about this a few weeks ago. Richard talked about how great the pavilion is, and it is a fantastic facility. But Coach Beard wants to go back old school and play a game in the Tad Smith Coliseum, your old stomping grounds, where you played a lot of games. What are, what are your thoughts on that? Are you are you does it, get, does it have your interest? Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Um, he said he's done it at other stops um, and just kind of decided to do something a little bit outside the box. Um, I know that we've done a lot of. Uh, work and looking at different things at Tad Smith. You know, it, it's basically been a facility that our spirit teams have used as kind of their home base. So it's had a you know a mat on the floor. The goals have been out of there probably for six or seven years. Um, and I think they were actually going to practice over there this week and go over there and just you know shoot around in Tad Smith. So probably that's probably the first time that's happened in a long, long time. But uh, I think it'll be fun. There'll be some nostalgia around it, and obviously bring back a lot of memories. I think. Coach Remember Beard, when the water fountains were in the corners? That absolutely. was even before you. I think those yeah. got covered up. Yeah, they got before you came. Yeah. Yeah, the, the greatest story I think I've ever heard about Ole Miss basketball was back in when Johnny Newman played. And Johnny was obviously one of the greatest scorers to ever play, but he, he didn't right. like to play defense. After the offensive possession, he would go get a drink of water from the water <laughs> fountain, and then they would he would cherry pick, and they would slow you know throw the long b- ball back down to him. Snowbird. That's right. That's right. That's but, how you uh, average 40 a game, right? That's right. You should have done more of that. I, I love it because yeah. I didn't like defense either. <laughs> um, but, no, it'll be fun. And, you know, I think that's, that's kind of a testament to kind of who Coach Beard is. He's always thinking about different angles and different ways to promote the program. And, you know, obviously, we're excited about that. And then, then, you know, you look at the fact we got Coach Yo signed, you know, to a new contract and everything she did last year going to Sweet 16 with her team. And uh, they're actually taking off for Italy here in a couple days to do a tour over there and play, I think, four or five games. So uh, basketball's in a good place at Ole Miss. Last thing as we we wrap up, um, I'm always fascinated. So so you sit in an athletics director chair. Two years ago when we did this event, the announcement had just come that the Texas and OU were coming. And you and John Cohen both that day were like, oh, don't really have any Wouldn't tell us a thing. Uh, (laughs) Greg's saying he's going to do a great job. We trust. As an outsider, your observations as you look still at the the shifting landscape and the news today that it looks like Colorado is leaving the Pac-12 and they're going to the Big 12, and is this going to set off another round of alignment? What's Arizona going to do? What's the Big Ten? It's like it never stops, and yet the SEC's gotten to a place where it's like, I think we're good. Yeah, I'm um, probably going to give you about the same answer I gave you two years ago because it, it, we just don't know. You but, know? You, but you don't look at, I mean, never mind the SEC, do you look at the Pac-12, Big 12 and be like, I can't believe this is happening again. Yeah, I do. I do. And you, you follow all that, you know, the past few days with Colorado, and then, you know, you think about what does Oregon do? What does Washington do? What does the Pac-12 do? I mean, where do they end up? Do they get a new TV deal? You know, it's just it's interesting where it's all going to end up. And, you know, I think all of this at some point is going to end up with a, really a totally new 
type of look for what uh, you know the quote unquote power five you know autonomy five what that looks like um, I think to your point though I think Greg and the SEC feel very comfortable about where we are right now adding the the two great brands that we have but you know certainly you know you never know there might be yeah. another brand or two that that could you know bolster the SEC so we'll keep working and that's basically what he told us last week he's like we kind of feel like we are a super conference but if it necessitates change we'll be willing to change did you want to make a bet with me this year I, I don't want to lose any bets and have to wear my Hey, we, we got to go. Sports Aww. Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm from the KLLM Equipment Truck Reveal. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on supertalk.fm, the Supertalk Mississippi app, and always live on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. Yeah, I believe that. Welcome back. Sports Talk Mississippi with you streaming at supertalk.fm and Supertalk TV. Thanks for being with us. We continue on the Farm Bureau guest line, except in person. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team at Mississippi Farm Bureau today. The unveiling of the equipment trucks for Mississippi State, Jackson State, Southern Miss, and Ole Miss, all from KLLM. Zach Selman is the athletics director at Mississippi State. He joins us for the second time in a week. We could make this a regular thing. That'd be fine with us if, if you're open to it. Yeah, feel right at home. <laughs> it's uh, good to be with you again. You have gotten the full-on state of Mississippi treatment today. Love it. First, yeah. first trip to the Neshoba County Fair. Second trip. I went. Uh, my wife and our two kids went Sunday. Okay. They wanted to go ride some rides, uh, and so went back today, had a great time, a lot of good food, and then in uh, the Jackson area the rest of the day. All right, so when you guys pulled up Sunday and you saw the Neshoba County Fair for the first time, what was the genuine reaction? Um, overwhelmed by how many people were there in such a tight like period of time or a tight space of time uh but then we got our girls uh unlimited ride wristbands so then it was just like game on game on yeah uh i figured out really quickly i'm getting too old to ride rides i rode one and then i had a headache the rest of the day so no. one and done one and done. So I don't you do sound it. like him. I mean, he would rather. I'm a grown man. I don't, would, I don't ride rides. He would rather swan dive off the top of one of these trucks than ride a Ferris wheel. Oh yeah. Now I could do the Ferris wheel. My problem. I started with one of the ones that you know spins you up oh, and no. around, no. so my balance was all off. No. That's not. That's for kids. But we are I mean, grown ups. All right. You need to dive in a little bit more. Why Brian's scared of the Ferris wheel? I'm scared of heights. I don't like heights. Shake hey, your eyes. So, so <laughs> what's the point then? <laughs> so, at SEC Media Days last week, there was a uh, uh, like 25th floor where the outdoor restaurant, balcony, kind of outdoor seating area, rooftop bar. And we were up there, and so it was one of those that was designed where you've got like the, the glass railing at the top and then a, a solid panel. And it was, I mean, it was gorgeous. Like, great place to just kind of lean over, just look at the city. Weather was nice, a little bit of a breeze up there. And I looked over, and he was. Like borderline green. Oh, now I was like, "Are you okay?" He's like, I, "This, I, this it's just is not my scene." This you is know? very uncomfortable. It's all right. For me. It's okay. <laughs> he toughed it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I made it. You, I got hey. some pictures. I had some drinks. It was great. Well, the next time we get on this show, we're gonna have to do it from somewhere high up, uh, like hundred feet at least. Not, not in this weather. <laughs> But if you want to give us one, give us one of those uh, the balcony uh, at, at Davis Wade, one of those, those spots for a show, we might we might take you up on that. If it's like twenty degrees cooler, that, but that's like flat. That's not like you're up high. You're in the upper deck. You're up high. 
Yeah. You're both we, plenty high. We could probably make that. We could All right. probably make those arrangements. Next, next, next start. We'll show. We need to do that soon. We'll, we'll, have, we'll have Coach Arnett on. We'll have you on again. <laughs> And uh, right. whatever so, else we can get. So, so this beautiful uh, tractor trailer, uh, new equipment truck from Mississippi State, from KLLM. Um, I'm assuming Jim Richards and the guys at KLLM, you've gotten to know a little bit. What, what sure. a cool partnership and what an incredible looking uh, truck. Yeah, it's huge for KLLM and, and Jim and the entire team, not just for um, Mississippi State, but you look around the trucks for our institutions of the entire state of Mississippi. It's really special, and ours is really cool, and I know our, our creative team has been working hard with Jim to make sure ours looks good. Uh, I didn't I didn't realize how nice the, the trucks were, too. You, you, you got know? in the cab? Yeah. I mean, you got living quarters in there. It's really special, and that's just uh, kind of a testament to the people that we have in, in the state of Mississippi and also just the company that KLM is. I, I really would like to drive one. I've done enough maroon for a while, so so I might not drive that one, but I would love to get behind the wheel of one of these and just take it for a spin. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know just there give were everybody time to clear out, and uh, we'll be good. You can drive all you want. Yeah, I mean, there, there's no double clutch shifting, you know, 10-speed transmissions on these anymore. It's, it's pretty incredible how far uh, they've come. So... I'm going to tee this up for Haydad, or maybe for you. He he was upset. He, he was he was surprised at how quickly KLLM was able to turn around the uh, the script state logo. I mean, y'all just announced it you know, seven days ago, and all of a sudden. It's on there. How did that happen, Zach? It looks pretty good, doesn't it? It looks fantastic. No, that's our our graphics team and working with Jim and his team. It's incredible. So, it's amazing what happens when uh, when people come together. Yeah. What's the reaction been to the uh, the uniform and the the logo unveiled in the last week or so? Yeah, it's been really positive. You know, most importantly, you want to, as we talked in Nashville, you want to make decisions for our current student athletes, our recruits, everything, our, our all of our stakeholders, and the, the reaction's been really positive. Um, continue to want to see what we can continue to do in the future, but really pleased with the reaction thus far. I asked Keith a second ago if he had been following the news from the the Pac-12 and and the Big 12. And it's like every time it feels like we get to a a little bit of a calm place and it's going to turn to just a football conversation, we get another shift. Um, What did you make of of Colorado and and their transition back to the Big 12, a place that, that used to be home for them? Yeah, you know, can't speak for what the decisions that Colorado made. Uh, but, you know, anytime you're in these roles, you make decisions, and it's uh, so much more than just athletics with presidents and boards, all of that. Um, you want to make sure it's the best for your institution. And so I think there's been so many changes over time, not necessarily surprised by any of it. Yeah. Like it's almost like training and preparing for change to happen. Um, so who knows what the future will hold as far as conference I, I was going to say, do you think landscape? that's the first domino? of more that will fall as part of another little mini realignment? Yeah, I mean, clearly it, it, it helps, you know, when you, you bundle prices to get the best deal on TV, you bundle prices to get your best uh, insurance rate. So uh, schools are going to have to come together to bundle to get their best rates of return for, from the conference distribution standpoint. Uh, so I think it's just one of many dominoes that would fall. Whatever those dominoes are, I don't know. Yeah. Visiting with Zach Selman, athletics director at uh, at Mississippi State. So we're about about three weeks away from the fall season starting. Soccer and volleyball usually get rolling first, and, and then football is right behind. What do you have to do, like, like you individually, between now and August twentieth, give or take, when we get the first competitions? What, what's on your plate 
over basically the next month. Yeah, we'll be on the road quite a bit. You know, uh, we have, I think, meetings on campus tomorrow and then on the road a lot next week. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll be there meeting with all of our teams as they come back and report to camp. So I think that never, no day is the same. Um, and if I, I couldn't even tell you all the places I'm supposed to be next week. <laughs> I, could pro- I could show you my calendar once we get off. I'll guarantee you this, though. Brian and I will not just be sitting around uh, watching Netflix for the next couple weeks. You're not going to be here? No, I'm I'm, I'm a busy man. I keep this show afloat. (laughs) Well, the two of you may not collectively be sitting around watching uh, Netflix or playing video games. I know one of you will be for at least part of the time. Um, i got to make sure that, you know, we stay fresh and relevant. That's my job. Yeah. What made you want to be an athletic director, and and when? Like like if 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 you go back and you're you're a student athlete, you're in high school, you're in junior high. When did you go? You know what? I, I think I'd like to lead an athletics department one day. Yeah, I was always just interested in college athletics. I think uh, be, you know, being the product of a, of college athletics, my uncle Leroy was the athletics director at South Florida. Uh, so when I was middle school, I get to go spend time with him in the summer. So I saw what he did, but I had no clue what he did. Yeah. Um, so I think that's where the seed was and i just wanted to get into college athletics one because i loved it and two because i feel like there's it's just so missionful and purposeful because of the way that that sports can change people young people's lives um so i never got into it say like i want to be an athletics director yeah i think it was just you know getting in um and again as we talked last week just had some great mentors that really put me in position uh and then dominoes fell and i was able to continue to uh have different leadership roles but i've never lost sight of it's not about you know day-to-day what i do but it's day-to-day how we can make our student athletes better when was he in south florida yeah that's uh probably 2000 no late 90s i guess so so as they were making the transition in, in football yeah so he was kind of the architect of starting the football program and that's one of the things i really liked was you know the first time i was there they were in uh trailers and they yeah. they had just announced the hiring of jim levitt as the first football coach there and to see where that program has has you know came from in that infancy to now is pretty special and i know they're having they've had a couple tough seasons but they've had some great years for a very young football program yeah i'm, I'm really fascinated by where that goes because it was a meteoric rise and then a pretty precipitous fall and they're trying to fit but they've got the on-campus stadium that they're moving toward and, and just hired what is it alex golish that was at, at, tennessee. at tennessee and it's a fascinating dynamic there because they are not without talent in that part of the country at all yeah i mean anytime you're in the state of florida you know you've got talent in in every sport so who knows i know we've got a lot of great friends still there um south florida my the athletics Center's named after my uncle Leroy. There, my aunt uh, still lives there, and a lot of cousins. So, always been a big uh, fan, just because of what my uncle Leroy did there. We might give you next week off since you got so much on the calendar, but we uh, we certainly appreciate your time this afternoon. The equipment truck looks great. I know uh, a big thanks to KLLM for having us here and, and for their involvement with the schools, and uh, certainly look forward to catching up with you again soon. Absolutely, thank you guys for being here. Hail State. Zach Selman, Athletics Director at Mississippi State. All guests appearing on the Farm Bureau Guest Line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team. We will put a bow on the show on this Thursday afternoon. We come back with you. Uh, This is Sports Talk Mississippi.
Mississippi. What is going on here? Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. Well, it's about time. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Great turnout this afternoon for the KLLM equipment truck unveiling. Uh, I got a Braves game coming up. Yeah. In a little while. Alex just sent me a picture. It was so if you during the break, it was me and Richard talking with Zach Selman and Keith Carter. I was like, that's the four biggest power brokers in this state right here. There you go. We, we you run the old Miss side of things. I run the state side. Does she not have my number? I don't get pictures. I will send it to you. Okay, that's that's all. She just uh, assumes that texting is like Twitter for you, and you just don't do it. No, I respond to text. Okay. Most you, of the time. No, most of the time. Yeah. Most of the time. Uh, you want to be part of the conversation, you can join us on the C Spire text line as we wrap things up this afternoon, 601-879-4395. Uh, great, as always, to uh, to be with you. And this is the second time we've done this. Uh, I think even a better turnout this year than, th- than there was two too, years yeah. ago. Um, From all four schools, too. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. it hasn't been like, oh, all the fill-in-the-blank fans yeah. showed up and, and nobody else. It's been really cool, especially over the last uh, uh, hour and a half or so. And and what a fun day to uh, to get to visit with representatives from all four athletics departments. E.K. Franks, that was as much fun as we've had in a conversation. Got to him back. Yeah. What an fun. incredible journey that he has had. Yeah. Uh, I thought Ashley Robinson and new head football coach T.C. Taylor were, mm-hmm. were fantastic, kind of um, – I, I didn't lead with, you know, Dion's not there anymore. <laughs> I'm probably glad you did. But is there a more interesting team? No, but but no, we we got to we got to the point where it's like, okay, guys, got to ask. There, there was kind of some big news that happened in the off season, and we kind of talked about opportunity, yeah, um, and increased brand recognition. Yeah. They're really excited, and, and I was impressed with TC Taylor. And uh, every time I walked, uh, talked to Ashley, I, I, smart, I finished just guy. Just as but impressed as I no, could be. No with team him. in the country had a bigger change at the head man position than Jackson State. Oh, that's fair. I mean, just, just nobody. You know, I mean, Borky, is there anybody that we're missing? <laughs> uh, no, 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 not at all. Yeah. So I mean, that, they're they're very interesting. Their first first game is nationally televised this year. So yeah. I'm, I'm I'm excited to see what Jackson State does this year because I think Dion left the pieces in place for continued success, and I think TC Taylor is a good coach. Yeah. And and he made the point that look, obviously we lost some guys in the transfer portal, but guess what? Everybody both ways. Everybody loses. He guys said, you know, we added some nice pieces in the transfer portal as uh, as well. Uh, great conversation with Keith Carter and mm-hmm. then uh, Zach Selman. Um, are they? I mean, are, are we telling a dirty secret if if we tell people that they like each other? They kind of like it. Well, you know, I, I, there, I don't, there I don't, is a lot of mutual respect yeah. I don't between think, those know, two guys. Kiffin and Leach were buddy-buddy. Um, I don't think we're going to get that with Arnett and, and Kiffin, but maybe we can get it with the athletic director. No, I, I don't get the impression that that's going to be the case. I, with, I, don't, uh, I don't think they're texting each other jokes in the middle of the night. But But so. they may just be indifferent also. Well, there's probably something to that. I don't think Arnett's just sitting there obsessing over Kiffin, and I don't think Kiffin's doing the same in Oxford. But it, there's, but the friendship of Leach and Kiffin was unique. It was. Uh, it was unique in college football, let alone within a rivalry uh, situation. But, yeah, you, you, the word you said is correct, mutual respect. You can tell those two guys. Yeah, but sometimes I thought about, too, is, you know, both former athletes. So, yeah. And as for Keith, obviously, he had his alma mater, and then for Zach at Wake Forest. Well, the, the truth of the matter is, I mean, you're a state guy. I'm an old Miss guy. We get along. Yeah. Like, not everybody hates each other. I, I got to be honest. Somebody came out here today, and they were like, I don't know if I want to. 
like, I, it drives me crazy, man. Just come say hello. Or don't. R- yeah. Rich, Rich, but you don't have to come up and be like, I don't really want to talk to you. Uh, <laughs> Congratulations. That makes two of us. Yeah. So. Like, just, just, just be nice, y'all. Uh, Sports Talk Mississippi. Tomorrow, coming to you from Hattiesburg for the 2023 Dixie the Youth Baseball D1 and D2 World Series. ton of teams from uh, all over the country playing for a national title. Sports Talk will be at Larry Doliak Baseball Complex in Hattiesburg tomorrow. Yeah, I uh, anxiously await the guest list that uh, Alex sends me for yeah, that. It's coming. It's going uh, to w- be fun. I wish we were in the same car. We get some great content for a road trip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The uh, thought of it made his skin curl. No, no, it's good. Like, uh, we're, blood curl. We'll, we'll meet up and grab a bite to eat we here will. in a little while. We will. Uh, I just got to be honest. I don't know if I have ever looked forward to a shower more <laughs> than I am looking forward to a shower. I mean, maybe a few times. It's like, so hot. You, know, you do one of those, like, work in the yard all day, and you're just covered in dirt, and it's caked. Yeah. You can relate to that, I'm sure. 100%. Uh, you know, you're, you're on a lawnmower for, you know, from sun up to sundown, Man. that type thing. Th- those so, are the, the so worst tough, days for yeah. you. But but going from out of the sack at ten after four this morning and, and going from Neshoba County to French Camp to Pearl to Hattiesburg. Hattiesburg, it's like ready for that shower. Indigo, here I come. There you go. It's gonna be good. We'll be there. Um, should be a lot of fun tomorrow. We look forward to being with you, uh, Borky. Thanks for uh, uh, getting us through some early technical issues today. Uh, we're one day closer, and uh, we'll have a couple of teams on the college football fix tomorrow and a whole lot more as we get toward a, a, a Saturday, Borky, five weeks? Five weeks from Saturday? Yeah, four if you want to count week zero. Say it out loud. Four weeks if you're counting week zero. Five weeks until the big start of the college football One week season. until the Hall of Fame game. Ooh. Oh, now, oh, yeah! Now you're talking. Yes, it is the worst game that we cannot wait to watch every oh. single year. Hey, uh, long day also for Houston and Alex and Gary. They have absolutely put in the miles they in really the heat have. today. Thanks to all three of you. You guys make it happen everywhere we go. So for our crew uh, from the KLLM Equipment Truck Reveal from Trustmark Park, it's been a great day. Thanks to those of you that stopped by. We'll talk to you tomorrow from Hattiesburg, 3 o'clock, on Sports Talk Mississippi in the Pearl River Resort Studios. Oh, it's incredible! Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWGEmployerServices.com. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.